Hello and welcome to podcast number 50! 50. 50! We're going to be catching up on recent films and TV shows that we've watched before going over the latest film news. And then in the second part of the podcast, we're going to have a little review and discussion on Kevin Smith's Clerks 3. Ooh, yes. And then finally in the third part of the podcast, we will be answering your questions. So I just want to very quickly welcome in Ian and Andy. Woo-hoo! What's up guys? How's, How's it going? going? Podcast is older than us. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's been a string Christ, of 40 ofs going around lately. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Just turned 40, which is quite a surprise because I never thought I'd make it past 20. Um, we didn't either. I've had him in the Deadpool. Like, it's really fun. It's you know, money, I got to, got to 40 and I'm like, well, that, that's it so everything just goes downhill from now on you know everything just my cholesterol goes up my my semen uh, my uh, sperm count goes my, up my sperm <laughs> goes down you know I start to lose my mind dementia sets in did arthritis just, sets in just, like, was this a setting that you picked or something like <laughs> man it's over time like it's moved your body to I'm just gonna yeah, go get old as fuck I'll, I'll be honest there's been a few things this year especially that's made me go you know what I'm not 20 anymore. I've really got to start being careful. Not like, I'm not going to start rubbing myself, um, wrapping myself in <laughs> bubble wrap and just fucking, you know, feeding myself away from time. work. Wrapping myself in <laughs> bubble wrap and just fucking, you know, feeding myself away from time. work. Like, it's been the last hour, just like. But birthday was great. Got some really cool presents, you know, got a really great picture from the wife, the Undertaker in my dining room. Got a really cool The Thing board game from Gary. I mean, I won't say what Andy got me. It was cash and something else. Um, uh, Dylan got me the Dragon Stretchy. Ball and Dragon Ball Z uh, season one on DVD, which I've been working my way through. I got a shit ton of John Carpenter DVDs from our boy Campbell from New Zealand. Mm. Nice. I've got to make my way through that. I've got far too many games. I think I'm set for the end of the year. Nice. And <laughs> There's not much left to go. Mm. Man, we got to see the thing in the cinema on the big screen. 40th anniversary, fucking 4K restoration. Uh, I, I honestly think I am done with the cinema. Like... <laughs> like Linda, that's it. I'm never gonna top it. <laughs> well, that's it. Linda, Linda wants to kind of go see Wakanda Forever. I mean, she she wants to see it in the cinema, but at the same time, she's not really bothered like that. And I'm like, well, I'd like to take her, but personally, if it was me, I'd be like, eh, I'm gonna get it on Disney Plus. You know, other films are gonna come out on DVD. Mm. The Thing, its 40th anniversary in 4K restoration. McCready's head was so big. Yeah, I was, just, all I, was say, I was gonna say, apart from just the experience of it, how was the 4K restoration? I was it was it. sublime. Really? Like I, I said to him, I've, seen, a couple and it's I, I've seen this film on VHS yeah. on an old yeah. CRT TV. You know, Absolutely. I, I've seen it. I've seen the VHS on on an HD TV. I've seen the the, the DVD, then the Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then seeing it in 4K. Uh, you you could see the set that they lived in. Mm. It felt and looked like a real location. All of the little things in the background that were that belonged to each character. You could see the textures in their clothing. Uh, yeah. You know, piercings, tattoos. Linda just said that, yeah. all of the scenery She'd just stood out. Copper so much. A, a ring piercing in his nose. It's no. just like that's how. Oh, yeah. So yeah. obviously seeing it on that larger screen yeah. and with that clarity of vision with the 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 film print. It was fantastic. And so all the gory details just yeah, popped right. on yeah. that screen. Like, okay, so for me personally, Terminator 2, right? So that whole ending where he's like, Asta la vista, baby. Oh, don't, don't, okay. don't, don't, yeah. No, no, it's, it's amazing shit. with the whole thumb. <laughs> oh, absolutely sublime ending. On the big screen, when McCready rolls off that thing with a stick of dynamite and goes, yeah, yeah. 
fuck you, you too. Just loved. Oh my god. I could have just died there. Yeah. Could have just. Yeah. It was I, I said to Ian as well. I was just like, there's probably more people sat watching this film now than there was 40 years ago when <laughs> yeah, it came right. out. Yeah. Uh, which was I thought it, was, was great. Full House. Full House. Full yeah. House. And I, I was That's I was so awesome. stoked to see that. But I also said to Ian, I was like, I bet you there's no one here sat watching this that hasn't seen this before. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was it. Uh, I, like, see, I, yeah. I got the three best seats in the house that had the burst angle. I got one for Gary. Like I said to you about coming. Yeah, I, did, I had a Halloween well. party. Laurie said I was going. So to then I had this spare seat, and I was just like, I said to Linda, I was just like, you should come, and she was going to go to the Halloween party, and she's like, ah, I was just like, look, I'm just, it's going to be empty anyway, right next to me. I like if I take my wife with me and my friend to go see my all-time favorite movie, it'd be like the greatest thing. It's a good day. So yeah. so going, but there was a woman down our aisle who was checking her fucking phone checking her fucking phone when fucking, at least three times when that fucking guy comes up on the screen and says hey switch off relax turn off your phone turn your fucking phone off don't fucking like, pull it you, out bitch. in the middle of a motherfucking movie like oh how long's left what time is that <laughs> i can tell you what fucking time it's time is to turn your fucking phone off no reason why i can't go to the cinema again you know, it's just just a little worked up over it. A little, little bit. The experience yeah. is great, but when you're surrounded by a bunch of people you don't know, and you're trying to watch a film, and every one of them can do something because free will. Yeah, thanks God. You know, it's <laughs> it's just an experience. I'd rather That's wait. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather wait the two three months until it comes on DVD Andy, I'm, or it's on streaming. Watch it yeah. at home. Pause it when I can. Put my subtitles on. Yeah. But the, but the thing being done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm good. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Andy, would you like to catch us up on? Yeah, man. No, I mean, um, I, th- I think some of the stuff I've watched, you've got coming up in your thing, like Terrifier and Cabinet of Curiosities. Mm. Um, watched Barbarian as well. I don't know if you've nice. that. You nice, yeah, Barbarian but, um, was great. I really enjoyed that film. Yeah, it was great. I had no reason. I think I messaged you a couple of times while I was watching it, didn't I? I think right. you did. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah just as long as you did. Yeah, I didn't even know. So uh, that's definitely one that I enjoyed Wasn't more. Wasn't he just knowing... such a great douchebag? Oh, he's a, he's a great dickhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I definitely recommend it as one where you just don't fucking read anything about it. Or don't wicky like it. Don't wicky it. Wiki one basically trying to say <laughs> it was good <laughs> because you'll you'll really get a good um, remember experience sat, out of it. Sat in the cinema with Andy and for Halloween ends mm. and the trailer for Barbarian came on and I was like, no, I'm out. Oh yeah, you ran, I literally you walked ran, out on the screen. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no. Yeah, you were like, no, no spoilers. Want a drink? Because I'm fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I yeah, I really enjoyed it. It it, it 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 might have had a little bit of a dip at the end, but I still enjoyed the ending. It's just that that it, in a way, it's like did it have a dip at the end, or was just the fucking first two acts that good? Mm. Yes, they were. It was yeah, hard it was really to good. fucking. I literally it was really I, hard yeah. to end as strong as it as it um, yeah. started and continued. You know, but highly recommended it. Uh, I watched um, the Northman as well. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking great. Definitely fucking contender it. for best of the year. Oh, for it me. may, it may be. Yeah, I'd like to rewatch it again. Obviously, three hours, so that's something I've got. I need to see that version. To watch it. Um, so it's, um, I, it was just beautiful to look I at. I love that. It really was. I love that. Really quote was. He says, "I can't remember his, the." Oh, I can't ah, you're gonna fucking die. That one. No, it's the, uh, you know, I am, <laughs> I am the bear wolf. I am son of King Arthur, oh, the, the war chat. raven, yeah, and yeah. I am his vengeance. You're like yeah. fucking yeah. bring it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. It was. It's funny. There's a couple of scenes in it where it's, it's just so beautifully shot. Mm. There, there's a point where two characters are talking in, when they're at the village, whatever you call it, and uh, there's. There's a volcano erupting in the background. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with the scene. Right. They're just like Iceland. Yeah. You know, like fucking. It looked amazing. And the, um, Same the guy, guy who did the played, witch. Isn't yes. It? Have you seen the witch. Yes. Oh. Yeah. In the lighthouse, I was yeah. going to say, which yeah. you can retell. The guy who plays the the main antagonist as well is the guy who did who would play Dracula in the BBC. Yes. Run the Stephen Moffat one. 
Packer. Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, really enjoyed those. Um, other than that, I went to, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last podcast. I'm trying to remember where it was. But, uh, I went Because <laughs> it wasn't live. <laughs> yeah, I went to see Anthrax in the um, the band. Not like the, <laughs> yeah. the terrible weapon. Um, went to yeah, CDC, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, sort of like... Um, I'm going to Qatar with the rest of the England fans. But, um, yeah, I went to see them up in Bristol. That was great. Just brilliant. Classic thrash band, just doing their fucking thing. So yeah. that, nice. was, that was a really good laugh. But, I um, can't say I've honestly, I've never really been been one for Anthrax. Not. Oh, I do love Anthrax. Yeah. Nice. But um, other than that, I've pretty much just been playing God of War Ragnarok. How is it? I've heard the hype. It, it's glorious. <laughs> awesome. It's glorious. However, however, what I will say, I'm not going to spoil anything. To be fair, everyone is probably way further than me if you bought it on fucking release day because I've only got finite. Yeah, no, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but the um, for a PS5 game, it is very much still a PS4 game if that makes sense. Because mm. now it looks great, it's beautiful, it's plays you know, good, it, it, good. It, it plays phenomenal. Uh, some uh, something they desperately need on Xbox is those haptic feedback triggers because on the the PlayStation pad, like you know, there's points where like. Um, Kratos is like pulling like a, a massive great big sort of like mounted um, oh fucking crossbow back to right, yeah, yeah. and you I'm like oh f- alright then fine I'll fucking pull it yeah. you know you actually have to put some pressure yeah. on it you know okay, so, that's and cool. I was like I, the other thing I've been playing a lot is a lot of fucking Modern Warfare 2 online and I'll be like oh my god I kind of wish I bought this on the fucking Playstation now because <laughs> um, you want to feel the control yeah, yeah, the, the, the trigger to it, but, um, that's cool God of Wars um, it, it, it's great but it's still very much like um, I'm playing it on a system <laughs> with a solid state drive yeah, I've still got to like do the obligatory. Oh, we're going to duck under this little cave section to get to the next bit now, even though we're the whole secretly game's loading in. Now, I know yeah. <laughs> the Santa Monica Studios have gone out and kind of said in response to that, like the, the, they kept it because they want you to have like a kind of dramatic entrance into the scene, yeah, which sure, I'm like yeah. totally. It's the it's a very cinematic game, but yeah. part of it, I was like, do you know what? This still doesn't quite feel like it's jumped a generation or anything like that. I mean, that's that's a minor quibble because it's fucking glorious. You still got to complete it, though. Well, yeah, that's, you're describing a game. Right. But you have okay, to we'll complete it, it, it and this go back. Yeah, you might I mean, get granted, to the end and go, look, oh, man, listen, what the fuck? I, I'm, I'm determined to complete it, obviously, way before we do, like, say, our top ten of the year. Me and January, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I'll have it done in the next couple of weeks. But, um, granted, yeah, I mean, the story may tank off or something. But um, so far, fucking two yeah. thumbs up. It's been yeah. really good. But um, I've got to admit, yeah, I've been... Um, it's hard for me to set some time aside to play it because I keep fucking playing multiplayer on Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> right. Completely hooked again. Online will do that. Oh, it's so much fucking fun though. And it's now it's, I got confused because I'm like I played I played Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, and then I'm mm. pretty sure they re-released one of the Modern Warfares, and now yeah. this is Modern Warfare 2 again. I'm like, yeah, so is this the did, third um, version of this no, game? It's or? funny because I I fell out of playing COD. I used to play COD back in the day all the time. Yeah, Definitely right. the Modern Warfare one and two, three yeah. was great as well, but. Um, so I didn't even know they'd remade it until I bought a few years back. I bought the PlayStation Pro, right? And it came with it. What, what? And I was like, Modern Warfare. This Modern Warfare, this new one, this new, uh, and it's okay. like a reboot of the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, so you've got price and soap in it and everything like right, that. Right, so, right, right, right. <laughs> and introduced some new characters. So then this is now the sequel to that game. Okay. Um, okay. It's got guns, Gary. It's got well, guns I know it's, in got, it. it's got, got guns, guns in it. And um, get <laughs> it. If you remember, I just um, missed the World War Two Call of Duty game. <laughs> 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 I started playing Granddad. If you remember the, um, do you remember all gillied up from like? Yes. One, there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a new version of that in this, and it's 
more it's fun okay it's, okay uh, it's great so yeah but highly recommended but I've, yeah basically just been doing that i'm not going back after fucking mile high club doing <laughs> i ain't going times. back i ain't going back i ain't going, I ain't back. going back man i got my stripes i'm the, done with the, the only game. the only call of duty game i think i will pick up is one that is just call of duty zombies like it's just called that like just give me Call of Duty zombies. Yeah, I don't the want to base pay game. for all the other stuff that comes yes, with Black right. Ops. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't because obviously I'm surprised not, they haven't uh, done War Zone, the battle royale is obviously free. I mean that they just updated Modern Warfare two. I fucked up all my title screens because of the new season of Warzone, and then they dropped the season pass for Modern Warfare two along with it. So right, it's okay. Been delayed. Okay. Um, so I don't see why they can't just do like a yeah, fucking if you just want to play zombies, the zombie like, modes. Why, yeah, why not? just all the maps, all the characters, all zombies at the moment. You know, it's, it's all fucking. It's, you're gonna pay for stuff, aren't you? Gonna do a battle pass or a season pass, whatever um, you want to call it. Totally. Yeah. Yep. But, yep. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I fucking highly recommend it. Bomb drones are fun. <laughs> recommend that kill streak. Just fucks people up. It's really annoys them. Nice. Nice. Well, I've got a few things to, uh, to catch up on. Small, small mini reviews here. The first thing that uh, I watched of note is Smile. Um, and big the, old hype for this one, right? Big yeah, old hype for this one, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was literally because the advertising for it was just so bloody simple. Yeah. yeah. It's just a picture of that woman's face with the big, weird smile. She was showing up at, like, uh, baseball games yeah, That's and right, stuff. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Camera was going, so I was like, this is clever. Enough. Yeah, so it almost, it's almost like a viral marketing for it. Uh, but the, the synopsis for it is basically... Uh, <clears throat> After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Basically, people smiling. Rose <laughs> must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. This is such a sign of the times when it's weird that people are smiling. Yeah, right. Yeah. 2022, yeah. what the fuck have you got me happy about? Right. Smile at me, motherfucker. Get back. There's um, a cost of living crisis and we're all going to die. It, 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 it had the um, the unsettling nature of something like It Follows. Yeah, that's what reminded me of. Uh, but I, I do think that it was fairly original as an. Well, I mean, like, there's been ghosts and demons and supernatural things like this in all the other shows, like Supernatural and Buffy and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the way that it was done, like, it was made to, to go straight to streaming, straight to TV, essentially. But the producers, when they watched it back, and the test audiences were like, this is actually much better than what you think it is. Mm. So, and then, of course, the viral push that it's had. Um, so maybe now it's gone too viral for what, for its own good for what was a small little horror movie. Well, I mean, look, uh, but was... the makeup was good, the effects were good, the acting was good, and I felt satisfied when the film ended. Yeah, and uh, and it also uh, you know, another film that it reminds me of as well is Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. Yes, it kind yeah, of yeah, follows yeah. that trajectory of yeah. things start getting more insane and and unpredictable as it goes. Yeah, I it was weird because it was a it was having a tough spot to come out of because it's got to go up against Halloween ends. It's got yeah. to go up against terrifier that's come out of the woodwork barbarian barbarian yeah, as well <clears throat> but i weirdly enough when i first saw the the trailer for smile i thought it was like the western remake of the sadness like oh they've taken the sadness <laughs> and just making everybody smile and then i wickied it you like someone's was, getting skull fucked it's just yeah, happening, like. <laughs> but then i wickied it and i realized oh actually it's more like you said drag me to hell there's this spirit behind it so yeah. 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 So I'll give it, I'll give it a watch before it the end. Is, yeah. it did, the first thing I thought of was it follows. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So for me, uh, I give it a six, six and a half out of ten. Right. Uh, it was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's interesting to see now as well that horror, they're actually advertising it. Like that campaign was really cool. Obviously, there's a lot of um, advertisement for Halloween ends. Yeah. Terrifier 2 had a shit mm -hmm. ton of media behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And I wonder if part of it is actually they're like, look how many fucking horror things were dropped by like Netflix. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. it's like, you want to release a fucking horror movie and get people off their asses to go watch it, you better make them have a reason because nice. I can watch 
10 different new horror movies yeah. on Netflix on Halloween yeah. alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, of all the horror films I've seen this year, Smile is um, definitely contender for top 10. Um, not for all of media this year, but horror for movies. horror movies. It's yeah. Halloween ends in your top 10. Yeah. For worst of the year, yes. <laughs> for the worst Dude, was, of the year. I was going to say, like, uh, like, you know, it's been a good year for horror, and then you yeah. made that Halloween ends. Like, oh, yeah, it's also a bit bad. Love hurts, man. Yeah. Love hurts. Um, so uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Game of Thrones. The House of the Dragon. Nice. Um, if you're not aware of the show, it no, basically follows <laughs> an internal succession war within House Targaryen at the height of its on. power, 172 years before the birth of Daenerys Targaryen. Um, I have to say, obviously, we've said this many times, how burnt out I was with the lackluster writing in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. when the main show ended. Um, there was not a lot of love left for Game of Thrones as a franchise because HBO were convinced that they were going to do prequels, spin-offs, sidequels, all kinds Side of stuff. Off. That's one, <laughs> yeah, that's one way of condensing the fucking rant you went on after season eight. It is, it is, it is. Sidequels were. Like, you can, look, you can look back on it now like, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> Yes. Um, no, no, I'm, no I, I, I'm still really, I'm still fuming at Dumb and Dumber uh, for the way they abandoned <laughs> that 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 show because it was quality. Um, and so to see uh, Game of Thrones return, and I was judgmental. I was like, I'm not expecting anything good here. Why am I even here? Why am I giving you a second chance? You love dragons. Um, I do love dragons, and I do love good storytelling, and yeah. I like good characters um, George R. R. Martin <laughs> creates good characters yes incest is I'm a part of a bunch it of dicks if I so yeah. it's not oh, what I'm there watching it for but no absolutely jaw-droppingly fantastic I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 probably one of the best TV shows all year round in terms of acting uh, makeup and effects creature effects storytelling pacing editing Going with the time jumps that they're going, they're like they're they're hitting you with all the main story beats. We're not following what's going on in the other houses across the kingdom. It is one show focused on this family and the backstabbing, the conniving, the who wants to take the throne. Should it be a man? Should it be a woman? Following, oh, I could go on and on about the be performances a in there. <laughs> uh, and the last episode, the way it ended, was something that in all, well, eight seasons of Game of Thrones and now this season, I'd seen stuff I'd not seen in the show before. Um, robots. Dra- dragons <laughs> fighting dragons. Because this is the time. When... They put robots in, um, in fucking Game of Thrones. I'm like, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, totally. I'm going to get very centered and watch so, that. Yeah, I, I, if, if you have decided, like I was originally, to not want to bother with anything new Game of Thrones after what they'd done, yeah, this I'm is good. a prequel cool story. It's going to be over two, three seasons. They're going to tell this entire story. The book is ended. So they, they, I don't see them fucking it up. They, <laughs> they might. <laughs> Oh but, man, you just cursed it. You have killed it yourself. No, right I, I, I don't think so. I, dude, I, I, right now, right now, he's looking at the last page of the book and he's like, or, <laughs> or, or robots. <laughs> Check it out. If you're sleeping on it, you give it a watch. If they had the balls. Imagine if they had the balls to do that. Fuck it, we're ending it with robots. Man, don't get me wrong. Like, I, it's going to be a great series. It's just like, what was it? Matt Smith is the head guy, right? One of, yeah. He has got an enormous. Uh, it's Matt Smith and Paddy Constant, Constantine. And Reese Siffins. Yeah. And Reese Siffins as He's well. Amazing. Now, they're all really great actors, and I've loved all the work. It's, it's that the is. lady, I can't remember her. I mean, she's not in the show anymore. But, like, take Matt Smith, for example, right? Matt Smith was 
part of Doctor Who and he struggled obviously to make that show as successful as like the Doctor Who fans loved because it because he was but... already carrying his enormous head on his shoulder so he couldn't <laughs> carry the show no but he, he it was the it was the writing you know he can do everything he can but the writing always suffers like we said uh, Terminator Genesis he was uh, part of that kind yeah. of well yeah right at the start and then he takes out John Connor but then the writing destroys that this season, I mean, how many seasons you're hoping to get? I want three seasons of this show. Three seasons, yeah. and then you'll be yeah, and then that story's over. It, yeah. But if if they wanted to go for the season four, um, you follow it. And, I mean, you've mate two seasons into Cobra Kai, we're like, ah, they can't go much further with it. Yeah, right. And now I'm like, when's that fucking movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> they so, had yeah. chosen. They had chosen in Cobra Kai. They ain't got chosen in fucking House of Dragon. Chosen should turn up in House of Dragon as a robot. <laughs> Oh dear! No, in two years, you might be well, say, you might be saying that we writ a better this, ending. This is a perfect segue into yeah. the next film that I want to talk about. Nice. And we talked about the trailer for this one a few podcasts ago, and that is Crabs. Crabs. That's it, Crabs. And the synopsis, if you've forgotten the trailer, basically features the lead. a horde of murderous crab monsters descending on a sleepy coastal town on prom night, and only a ragtag group of outcasts nice. can save the day. Now, everyone else is at prom. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, it was one of those films. I was like, I, I, I'm in the mood for cheesy '80s monster movie. You know, whether it's ticks, spiders, crabs, slugs. Um, here we go, crabs. Uh, and the film starts <laughs> off like straight away when the film started. I, I raced for the uh, for the volume control because the film opens with a woman orgasming as loud as possible Fantastic. while she's having sex on the beach. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> Right, so, um, yeah, so th- that goes. Please tell me there's like a hot tub time machine moment where she breaks a 4 4. She's like, oh no, I've got crabs. <laughs> no, I know. That would, Basi- basically, they, they get interrupted because a crab comes up and starts watching them. And she's like, well, I, I, I can't continue. I can't continue with this crab watching. So they get up and then they poke it with a stick and they're like, oh, it's dead. So he forces her to stand there with the crab. She's got this giant crab. The crab's like the size of her torso. It's walked up and watched them and then died. Well, they're horseshoe crabs, so they're basically you don't get to see the underneath of them. They're like like the backs of jellyfish moving mm. across. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, they both get killed horribly. Well, actually, the crab launches on his face, and she goes and grabs a it's rock. Like and the moment he pulls the crab off his face, she drops the rock on his head and, <laughs> Amazing, and kills yeah. him. Brilliant. They find her. They find her later. Oh, there's gore, but you don't see that. You didn't you don't see, see the crash that. Head. Part, oh. no. But there is there is Not other terrible. gore in the film later because where they find her, her eyeballs hanging from her cheek. So uh, why? Because the, cra- the another crab, crab jumps for her, and they find her days so later. They find her days later. So I was like, okay, you know what? We've had sex. We've had death. Like okay, like this three minutes title screen. <laughs> Here we go. Film starting now. How long was the film? An hour and a half. That's like standard that's time, that's ninety right, minutes, yeah, right? So cool, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, the CGI on the crabs wasn't too bad, yeah. you know, and nudity straight away. I'm like. Okay, here we go. Uh, but then, like, ten minutes in, I'm like... I reached for the skip scene button. <laughs> so it's like... I was like, oh, and then something happened. I was like, oh, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. Um, and, and this this movie, Crabs, it, like, after half an hour, I was like, it's time to skip. It's time <laughs> to skip scene. And I did. And I was, like, skipping until the next death. And I was like, oh, I like that character. That's a shame they're dead now. Oh, no, actually, no, they cheated death. They're back again. Oh, no, the film's killed them again. Oh no, he's back again! No, oh, he's still not done that. Now he's definitely dead. Okay, um, but yeah, these crabs—you've got the little horseshoe crab ones. Then you've got the human-sized crab ones. 
And then you've got the Godzilla-sized crab that turns up. Of course. Okay. Something's got. And do you know what things. you use to fight a, a Godzilla-sized crab? Penicillin. A pot, a pot of giant water. No robot. They got a robot. They got a giant they robot. Got a giant oh. robot. And they, how they fight the crab inside a giant robot. It's already, Power got, it's already got a better they, ending than they, House of the Dragon. Yeah, they <laughs> built the robot. Or the yes, robot was throughout underneath. the film, he's he's in, no, he's in a wheelchair. Was just available. He's in a wheelchair, <laughs> and so he's into science, and he's trying to build these legs for him to walk around in. But like they they have a five minute montage. Where he's like, we need to build something to fight this giant crab. And they're there like... They tie a giant pirate wheel to this thing. And then next thing you know, it launches up. And it's got it's got blue electric laser beams. Yeah, was just like, I think I might have skipped a bit too much. I don't know what's going on now. Four out of ten. Don't recommend. Fucking No, but it's got the. Seriously, you'll be watching it going. This I'd is buy shit. A DVD right now. Dude, I need to skip scene. Dude, I sat through Halloween ends. I can, and I sat through <laughs> fucking leeches. I can sit through fucking crabs. Uh, okay, so that was my crabs anyway. <laughs> I shared them with everybody now. Vulgar crabs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evil Dead the game. Like still, still playing it with Ian. Still playing it yes. uh, when I when I get a minute, when I get some free time. Um, for those of you not aware, it's currently free on the Epic Store. Yes, come uh, Ian and I have seen a whole wave of thousands of level one Evil Dead players, and uh, it just makes me want to complain that Saber has done a terrible job. No, they have with not. the two. Yes, they, they have. have not. Yes, they not, have. Not, not, well, I mean, if, if you're, if you're objectively level true, one, have. you have been saying that since day one. It's objectively because the true. Fucking tutorials were hard as fuck. They even had to patch the tutorials at one point because people couldn't fucking do them because they were too hard. And we had this whole fucking <laughs> learning curve since day one of the games coming out of balancing it all and getting the meta in the community. The game's been out what six months and it's already probably got the best online survival community you can have because everybody playing it knows how to play in it how to play it and everybody who's joined now will either have to learn or get the like, fuck out and go back to this game would be great to work for the fucking players because man like, i mean i mean you say that like the last last night that we played we had four victories against level one level two fucking evils they didn't know what they were doing we were playing against people who didn't know what they were doing and you and i fucking owned ass and it was ace. If we never played the game after last night, fucking brilliant. Because I've yeah, had... but why do you want to play against fucking? No, no, no. Hear... Wait, wait. No, no, no. Hear victory, me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. How long has it been out? What? Like said, six, five, five, six, six months. Five, yeah. six months. For those five, six months, man, I've been tormented and tortured by people who have come into the game. And you know what games are like. We're all online gamers. You learn that game. You learn what's broken, what's fixed. You go onto the Gary's gone onto Discords and Reddits and followed the meta. And we're learning about all the different patches because that's how you understand how a game really properly works. When you've gone up against like a really good player. And your team fucking... Your team could suck. And I've had some really bad games. But I've gone, you know what? Take it on the chin. Get back in the game. Play the next one. And I've just leveled up and leveled up. And then I've had some glorious fucking moments where the evil is a really good player. And they are trying to kill you. They are trying to punish you. They will break you the moment they have you. And your team, you're back to back against the wall. Fucking killing deadites. And you steal the victory. And you're like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> next game. And you're back in it again. It's... Ace. It's one of the best online games at the moment. Oh, yeah, it sounds it. Just like I said, it just seems like, I suppose, 
they, they need they got a balancing issue. Oh, like, the game has a balancing they issue. New, but new players need yeah. to playing each other. Well, yeah. I just yeah, they absolutely do. They absolutely no, do. We were all level one, and I was going up against heavy heavy levels as well. <laughs> I was going up against heavy levels as well. Luckily, they implemented that fucking triple XP thing, which is helping us all level up really quickly and get all the the bites. Yeah, it probably won't last, mate. Like maybe what? another year or two unless they bring out like another map mm. and a bunch of new characters well they'll definitely the be bringing going. more content out for oh, man. It, a season two but, they, but the, i mean the yeah, uh, the yeah, skill the true. skill difference can make a huge difference to the gameplay because of course there's the leveling up system and the in-game leveling up system as yeah. well um and there's a, an element of rng to it but i honestly feel like as a tutorial the game fails to teach <laughs> new players how to play the game yeah. and the you, the absolute issue that people are having with that game is the moment they get into a game they start firing their guns and they start getting into cars <laughs> and they split up yeah the game the, the game does not tell you that these are all bad things to do so <laughs> they it. don't learn that way unless somebody tells them and if you're a demon you can tell them <laughs> and a lot of them are not on mics anyway because they're blaring music really loud it's yeah. <laughs> like it's typical online arena uh, but I, I absolutely still love the game I'm not going to give up playing it um, but uh, it's difficult to get an actual competitive game on there right now the without is, just mate, schooling like, new there's players. a million examples of games where it's sort of like if you could if it's a four on four game if you have a team of four and you're all on the mic it's going to be a good day yeah yeah but absolutely if, yeah. if it's not that then you're you're massive even like you know okay there was two of us that are talking yeah, yeah. but the others aren't it massively it changes things impacts. a lot. It does. Yeah, it does. If you think about it, that game has only ever been play tested really with four people. Yes, all sitting or the co It's like this yeah. is how the game is meant to be. Yeah, played. yeah. So yeah. when you get four that don't communicate, you yeah. see that imbalance yeah. you very completely. Much, yeah. You know. Yeah. I've realised though, right, that the type of players playing Evil Dead do replicate, uh, do reflect the type of people that are in the movies. Yes. <laughs> so you have bad decision. Bad decision. Yes. Bad decision. So you have the hero character who is the, the the unknown hero like Ash character that obviously runs around wants to win the game. Then you've got the Scotty character who thinks they know what they're doing, but actually they run off and get killed. And then you've got usually like you know the the, the healer type helpful character who's probably going to get possessed and will kill you at some point. So yeah. Yeah. Love Fun it. times. <laughs> uh, next thing I want to talk about quickly is Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Mm. Um, I'm I'm very lukewarm on this one. Same. Um, I'm, I'm I've overall. Not seen it yet. I've... It's a six out of ten for me, and I'm devastated. It's like one of the lowest scores I've ever given del Toro anything. But uh, it is an anthology. It's so an anthology, this, and this is why he it, didn't direct it, it every doesn't. episode. He yeah. wrote some of them. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, it, I'd say if you're a horror fan or a fan of H.P. Lovecraft. You, you're going to want to check it out, but there's some duds in there. There's some great that's imagery what I didn't in pretty expect. much all of them. Yes. They, they all look yeah, they fantastic. Do. They do. Yeah. Just Netflix money. But also, weirdly, they're all like period dramas as well. They're yeah. all period pieces, yeah, which yeah, I wasn't yeah. quite expecting, but I only picked that fine. up like three or four in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realised what they're doing, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was okay. I wish I wished it was better. I wish I was raving about it, but mm. I don't know. Still um, fun though. It's a yeah. fun. What even if you just like you know? Well, just watch one and then go back. I had and, been you, know. you could watch one. But a I was week, waiting yeah. for them all to drop and then go back and watch them. And then I, once the hype dies down and people aren't talking about it, I forget about it and just move on. Fair enough. Yeah, it's got but some uh, good. Episodes. It's got some good episodes. Yeah. It's definitely worth well, I would, checking I say, out. I think the opening one may um, be the best one. Uh, I don't the know. third one for me was the best one. The autopsy one. Anything. That was great. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray Abraham. Any giant robots? No giant robots. No. No. 
now. We could draw one on the TV for you. <laughs> so that there's always a giant robot in all of your movies. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is also a Netflix though. Netflix show. Yeah, I need to watch uh, this. All Quiet on the Western oh, Front. Oh, yeah, I need to watch this. It's um, a young German soldier's terrifying experiences in distress on the Western Front during World War One. Yes. Um, I thought it was great. Simply stunning, harrowing and frightening. Masterfully made, beautifully performed, with quality effects and stomach-churning gore. The film is an anti-war movie. Mm. Uh, it is... It is... Well... It's, it's, I mean, yeah, it captures all the details the, of the trench warfare, yeah. of the camaraderie of friends, um, uh, all the way to the final, final whistle blow uh, to mark the end of the war. It's, uh, yeah, it, it Very definitely. You can see it from that side as well. Yes, yeah. Have you uh, seen the they, movies? I have seen the movies, yeah. yeah. Now, it, it does, this one does change things slightly, uh, but I think for the better, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it still has the scene in the crater with the two the, soldiers. Based on the book. It is based it? on the yeah. book, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was you know it's, it's like three hours long. Yeah. Um, so you're definitely in for the long haul with it, and it will take you on quite a journey. And I will say like the opening like five minutes, it sticks with you right away because you watch this battle take place in the trenches. Giant robots you, everywhere. Giant robots everywhere. You see this soldier get completely obliterated, Ed two o nine style, like Kenny, <laughs> right? And they take they they, 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 they they take him back. And they strip his, they take off his jacket, it's covered in blood, they wash it, they patch it up, and then they give it to the fresh soldier, yeah. as brand new. And yeah. it's just like, oh, like yeah, the man. imagery that I paints, like, that's the first five minutes of the film, so then you're in. It's, you it's just so amazing, because obviously you watch how they all start off, you know, patriotism, they want to protect their country, they want to work with each other, they're going to go out there, and then halfway through the movie, you so damn well want to pull them out from the trenches because it's just death and you like you said that one crater moment where it's the two soldiers going at it like, yeah no spoilers but one of them's gonna die and so it's like the saving private ryan fucking the, yes the, yes the, yeah, yeah but it's like the realize the realization for the character that you're following who's just like he's just like me he's yeah. come from his home he's doing this and it's like yeah war hell yeah you know yeah yeah absolutely brutal but um, that's it for me on the uh, on the catch up front. Oh. So I think we're ready to jump into some news. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, no, we're this it, man. We it's know we always start the news segment. If there has been uh, um, a cause, we will honour those that have passed in the industry, especially those that have meant a lot to us in the roles that they played or the arts uh, that they've they've given us. And this one, this one hurts a little bit. This is the sad passing of Kevin Conroy at the age of 66. That's my Batman. Yeah. Legendary so voice actor, best known as the voice of Batman in games and animated shows. Conroy lent his voice to the character for 30 years, starting in 1992's Batman, the animated series. And uh, Mark Hamill, his Joker co-star, paid oh, tribute by right. saying, Kevin was perfection. He said, he was one of my favourite people on the planet, and I loved him like a brother. He truly cared for the people around him. His decency shone through everything he did. Every time I saw him or spoke with him, my spirits were elevated. It's just, it's one of the sweetest, uh, I guess, um, eulogies, uh, uh, I guess, yeah, statements. It really um, nice. I mean, Honouring a, a fallen friend. It, it came, it, they sort of highlighted that he, Kevin Conroy spent a lot of, recent time as well at cons and stuff mm. you know yeah so he knew he was on his way out and kind of just wanted to spend more time meeting fans and he did that so much yeah. and it's not yeah he was a busy boy you know um 
Yeah, man, that's, it's fucking. It's yeah. really bad. When I saw, I got genuinely upset when I saw that. News. Yeah, because that, it, like you say, I mean, first hearing it in in the animated series, obviously, but then taking it through, he's done animated movies, he's so done the games, games yep. you know. Yeah. And to me, and this has been said by loads of other people, but it, it, that is the voice that I hear yeah. when I read the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is Kevin's voice. Yeah, it's it. It's it's a it's a weird thing though, isn't it? Because like. I can't remember. Like we've already lost Adam West. Yes. Yeah. So like for a lot of people, that was just like, was just like that was our Batman, you know. And then Kevin Conroy, and I was like, that was our Batman, you know. Knock on wood, you know. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, even fucking George Clooney, you know. (laughs) When people look at Batman, (laughs) I've never known anybody who can't imagine George Clooney is my Batman. He's my Batman. No, but. <laughs> for, for some, maybe Joe Schumacher <laughs> <laughs> you know for some people Kevin Conroy was just just the voice of Batman but mm. like you said when we read the comic books that's the voice we hear I, I watched as soon as I heard the news I went on YouTube and you know what YouTube's like it reads your mind before you even load in yeah. and it was the just algorithm. like here, yeah here's Batman talking about how he's going to take out all of the Justice League and I sat there for five minutes and just listened to mm. him in his the Justice League episode where he sat in front of the computer and he's updating all of his logs about how he's going to take out Superman Wonder Woman fucking uh, Martian Manhunter fucking Plastic Man all of them and like I almost fucking just burst into tears but I'm like no nope, Batman don't cry no. <laughs> he just he just does a thing and he just puts gets his belt on and he puts his cowl on and he goes right back to work you know he, he never, even when fucking Jason Todd died you know he was yeah. right back to work next night <laughs> criminals need punching they exactly. did um, yeah man you, uh, again just just to touch on the, the animated series as well sort of like the the performance he brought to Bruce Wayne as well was mm. phenomenal yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's it's um, yeah, it, it is a massive loss because obviously he's done a lot of other voices as well, you know. Um, yeah, that one's done. That sucked. Yeah. Especially really 66, I believe he was. For, yeah, yeah. It's no fucking age. Exactly. Yeah, today, in today's world, yeah. That's he should no get age, much, man. yeah. That's no Real age. shame. Cut short. What a fucking champion he was. Yeah, absolute legend. Icon. Uh, we're going to hear his voice, I think, forever. Mm. It's whoever takes on the role. It's never really going to replace it, but the character, I guess, will still live on. Yeah. Well, speaking of a character that will also live on, absent its actor, mm. The Witcher 4, mm. Witcher Season 4, has been announced with major recasting news. Yeah. Henry Cavill has left the show after three seasons. Now, only days before, he signed on to play Superman in more DC yes, projects. Yes. So, a lot of people was like, oh, clearly, you know, DC reversed a money truck up to his driveway mm. and went, Superman, here's your cape. You're back. Do you reckon he's like, I can only work out for so much. Right. He's like, fuck, I can't work out for The Witcher and for Superman. Just let me be fat for nine minutes, please. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Um, And so, yeah, it's... um, Now, a lot of people have also speculated that there's probably more going on behind the scenes because anyone who was paying attention to Cavill before the first season had even come out was that he was a a staunch defender of the original books, the source material. And he was like, this show is not going to deviate from the source material. It's not going to be like the games that you've all played and know. They're going to be like the books. Yeah. Um, but over the last couple of years, it's become more... We've become more aware that some of the writers working for the show treat the source material with absolute disdain. So much so that apparently it's been known that they have actively mocked the source material in the writer's room for the Witcher series. Really? Some yeah. of the writers have quit the show 
And in that time, now Henry Cavill has also quit the show. So they quit the show after the third season's been finished, essentially. Yes, yeah. Yeah. they have, yeah. yeah. So it would seem like the third season's going in a direction that is deviating massively from the source material. Yeah. And those that were there to do the source material have up and left. So I don't blame Cavill for if that is the reason. If it was because like, more money, more Superman, then that's like, well, that's a bit I, shit. I thought that, but you imagine if Hen- if if... They've turned to him and said, look, we want you back as Superman and we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. And he's like, okay. And then Netflix goes, well, we want you back as Witcher. And he goes, well, this is how much I think I'm worth. How much are you willing on paying? And they're like... Fuck it, we'll just get Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, we'll just get Liam... <laughs> fuck you, we'll just get Liam Hemsworth. No, no one's in. casting is this he, Hemsworth. You know, and it's going to kill them. <laughs> is Liam Hemsworth in the foyer? <laughs> I assume he's just hanging around. Like, I, like who's going to... Why would you do that? You do not change your lead... Well, I mean, I mean like Spartacus did it. I was literally about to say no, that was a slightly yes, different reason. I know it is. Reason. I know it is. was for yeah. a different reason, and they yes. have done it. In Doctor a Who does it all the bloody time. That's for a different <laughs> reason as well, and they have. I know. I, I know, know they've done it in other shows, and the shows have succeeded. Do this? They slip my mind at the moment what they are, but it's the fact that did it, did it for that Dumbledore movie? Press related. Same reason. Same reason as Spartacus, though. Wait, like it. Knock on wood again. Fucking if Henry Cavill died, they'd have to replaced him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the same that they did with, with do with Superman. But simply to turn around and go, yeah, because it was Netflix who announced it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't say, oh yeah, he stepped away from the project and there's disagreements. They were just like, no, nah, we've hired Liam Hemsworth. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's you know? spinning it to your yeah, exactly. your narrative, isn't it? So yeah, because I mean, Henry Cavill's had nice listen, things to say. It's just like wish him well and yeah, the course. roles for him now. I, I like Henry Cavill as as you know, um, Geralt, but uh, I'm yeah. not. I've not read the books or anything. I've not even played the fucking games to be honest. So yeah. I was just like, oh, I'll just watch this thing. I know, well, you know, I haven't got as many hours free as everyone else. It's fair. Um, it's they're long games, exactly. So <laughs> it's um, a lot of books too. But as soon as when they mentioned it, and I was like, oh, Liam Hemsworth. Nothing wrong with Liam Hemsworth. He's got no fucking chance. No, because people <laughs> love Henry Cavill. They love Henry Cavill. You're about to have three seasons and then a fourth. With it. it's like the boy's got no chance. He's he just doesn't. Gonna, no, you're he's setting him up to fail. It's like, yeah, yeah. probably won't be. But he might save the character what? if the writing works. No, if it's good, it's good. But, but it's like, like I'll give it know. a chance. But yeah, he's it's kind just of living in the shadow. Bit devastating, his, really. He's living in the shadow of his brother as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, really... Sorry, uh, Liam, we're dumbing the show. S- sad news for the Witcher fans, still. <laughs> sad news for Witcher. His brother, what, well, the other Hemsworth that does, plays the fake Thor in the Ragnarok play, and... Because <laughs> he's great. <laughs> uh, next bit of interesting uh, news is James Gunn uh, is now planning out a 10-year cinematic plan for DC movies over at Warner Brothers. He has said, the opportunity to make DC as great as it can be, and as it should be, that is the reason why I'm doing this job, because I know that I can do that. We spent the last couple of days with a group of some of the best thinkers in the industry, and the best writers in the industry, starting to map out the 8-10 year plan of what it's going to look like in theatre, in TV, in animation, across the board, for these characters. So, whether that's going to be reassuring for you, because... You know, DC has kind of floundered in terms of trying to make anything coherent, really. Uh, that they're actually going to have somebody of an artistic merit actually now overseeing the entire thing instead of just do that, do that. Let's see what, what let's see what sticks. 
So, may, you know, and I, I think I think Henry Cavill is also excited well, to be working now with James Gunn. Jason Momoa has gone on record saying how excited he is now to have James Gunn. Of course, some of them have already collaborated Peacemaker. with Peacemaker. So Peacemaker's kind this of, we're the seeing thing. the world open up here. And I'm like, I've oh, I've loved James Gunn forever. So for me, it's huge news. Like, I'm, I'm so I'm excited really at what we're going to see. Uh, from there and hopefully now something more substantial yeah. there's still going to be mean, superhero movies but I just think it's, it's just they're bringing in someone to build a universe yes. that's what DC's been Lacking. missing since day one yeah. I, listen, because Marvel I don't smashed them out the no, park no, no, no they made terrible fucking decisions Marvel could have didn't have to do anything fucking DC beat themselves mate the guy that was in charge of fucking DC had names I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry, sorry but... no 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 listen <laughs> listen what Marvel do have nothing no consequence of, of how DC built it all that they did was they went well Marvel's been doing say you know their universe the Infinity Saga for like say five six years at this point we're just going to skip right to Justice League and not do any of the building and not put any of the foundation in but having like I said after watching Peacemaker which is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yes. And a TV I can't, show. I can't wait. Yeah but, oh, mate, yeah, but don't look like a TV show. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> anyway. It does when it finishes on episodes that last, what, 45 minutes? 45 What's minutes? Point? My point is, is that DC cannot hold a two-hour story. Well, they attempt to, they, they, but they, they had a couple. Marvel, where, you know, they had Marvel a made story. a couple and hit some really lucky breaks and decided we're going to go with a ten-year plan. Yeah, they had a better plan. No, no, ah, ah. DC had the chance to do that fucking back in nineteen eighty-nine or fucking nineteen ninety-two, but they went ah. We don't. Our money isn't going to go into a fucking audience where people are going to watch comic book movies. We're just not. We're just going to have fun with it. DC had been mocking us for fucking years. Wonder Woman eighty-four. Aquaman. I'm not going to say it wasn't a bad movie, but all I'm saying is, I mean, like, I because I still maintain I'll fucking defend plan. the Snyderverse, mate. James Gunn I, is, mate, is doing a ten-year plan because yeah, that's because they, what worked they for finally, Marvel. Yeah, because they finally figured yeah. out that that's what they need to well, do. James Gunn was Snyder part of that ten-year plan. Now, now Black <laughs> Adam, his dick off. Black Adam's just come out, right? And yeah, I've uh, not watched it yet. No, yeah, none of us, none of us have actually seen it. That's how much of a DC fans we are. None of us went to see Black Adam. Now, them trying to support these characters, they could really make a good story come off of of him, Black Adam, and the Justice League of America, and try to stem away from the usual Batman-Superman stories, because we've we've just had the Batman. Please do not give me another Batman movie in the next five years. Oh, you're definitely you're getting definitely several. Getting no, you definitely just, are. But the point, listen, the point is, though, isn't it better that they're going, let's bring in someone who's got a proven track record no. to make a 10... So what do they do? Just scrap because it. We'll spin off all, I, the, all no, these characters yeah, we got. No, we're just not bothered. Right, okay. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. James Gunn is pretty good. Yeah, okay, Guardians, yeah, pretty damn good. Suicide Squad, yes. But that plan will not work for a Batman movie. Do you want to hear Batman go, fuck, 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 as he's beating the shit out of some guy? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear Superman do it? Because they what, might what do it with that? him why, too. Why do you think that that's what he's going to do? No, no. What I'm saying that, is, actually, is that... Actually, that sounds more he, like Snyder's version. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, if he hands it to somebody else and they make the end character... Of well, I do prefer the Snyder cut, so... They, <laughs> love the, the Snyder cut. I, I think DC are, are really floundering. They're trying to save their ideas from what Marvel have done as well. But Marvel have got... A, a, they've got miles ahead of them with their the, Disney Plus, yeah, the their thing TV is, though, mate, shows. Is recently, recently, DC's out better content than Marvel. Agreed. Like, like. Okay, so the Batman, Peacemaker, yeah. Okay. Suicide Squad was a fucking decent. Suicide Squad is, okay. a, is right. a masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's three. Now give me three that they beat. 
Wait, no, okay. Give me the three. No, that no I'll do the other way. Tell me something that Marvel put out in this phase that's better than any of them. And also, Nothing. by the way, I en- I still enjoyed all the Marvel stuff. No, I've I not still seen enjoyed Doctor Strange the Multiverse. But yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's not as good as any of those. No, you yeah. can't touch it. Right, okay, I'll give you. Like, uh, She-Hulk was nowhere good as, as the Batman, but it's a TV series versus a three-hour movie. Okay, well, which, which, She-Hulk versus which, Peacemaker. We will Spider-Man even, we was probably the best thing well. Marvel has done lately. The Batman was yeah, really good yeah. filmed-wise, yeah. but story-wise, it wasn't as... A, a, a do, really great story. Do you know, I like I like She Hulk, but it's just Lord Diminishing Returns now. In fact, I, I like She Hulk because they tried something to ex- different to expand the universe. <laughs> Batman didn't expand the universe. They just went here's Batman. Just because it's the start of a new one. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Joker. I'll throw Joker in there as well. Again, Joker to the musical. I can see how this conversation's gonna go, and and we'll see. This is podcast fifty. We've got we've got eight to ten years of James Gunn to hand us magnificent Woo-hoo. DC movies, and I really do hope he does. Mm. But I don't. Think Honestly, he I will be able to. I was never excited about what DC were were doing. Knowing that James Gunn is up there doing stuff, I'm yeah. like, that's that's awesome. Like, I, I just I know I can get a little bit excited when I hear. What they're doing next, and there's going to be something. Actually, yes, polka dot man, the movie. Oh, take my money! <laughs> take my money! All I want to see now is Affleck just like with death. Yes. Like, fuck! Fuck! Yeah, fuck! Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! fuck, fuck. <laughs> well, we should write a movie. We should work for James Gunn. <laughs> Speaking of horrifying like, things, <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about Terrifier Two just a little bit more. Okay. Um, yeah. Because Terrifier Two done get done did good this Halloween just gone. Mm. It's now available to stream on iTunes and on Prime Video or on Screenbox. Uh, The film is still showing in just a few theatres after having hundreds uh, more theatres open up and start screening it over the Halloween period, helping the film now make over 10 million at the box office, which, I don't know, for me it's just a small round of applause to this low-budget horror movie that has Has no business doing doing the numbers. That director is laughing his dick off right now just on a pile of cocaine with Matey dressed as Art the Clown next to him like, I can't believe they (laughs) let us do this. Yes. And, like. <laughs> and I want a third one. Now I just hope they actually edit the the next one down a little mm. bit. That's my only real complaint of Terrifier Two, is that it is way too long for what it, it needs it, to be. It peaked too quickly. It that did. fucking scene, and you know what I'm talking about. After that, I was, it was just nah. There's yeah. no way you get near that again. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, credit to the little horror movie that just blew all expectations this year. Again, I still, but I still prefer the first one. Yeah, because yeah. this one Less it's is like. More. Yeah, it is a little bit less. No, more. I still think the first like... one still has the worst kill in the two movies. Which one? The sawing down the middle. Oh yeah, is yeah. it like the, when yeah, you say worst? You yeah, mean is the it most horrific? horrific? Is Absolutely. It, yeah. Is it yeah. worse yeah. than Bone Tomahawk sawing? Down yes, yes, really? yeah, because yeah, Bone Tomahawk fucking... cuts away after a minute. Yeah, it does yeah. at least give you a little chance to bring. <laughs> yeah, the bone when you're tomahawk. just stick on the prosthetic, then yeah, that's pretty good. But um, but I. Sorry, I still... Yeah, they do, it was too long. It was probably... It was I still haven't seen either Terrifier 1 or 2. And I, I do want to. I, I think they'll be really good to watch. But I'm just not in the mood. You should watch the Chris Jericho cameo. That. Just watch that. <laughs> like, I, you know... It's, it made no sense. It, right? And it was like, you anyone could the have done the, the, the whole thing <laughs> was everyone just going, oh, it's so violent. People have been throwing up in the fucking... Isles of the cinemas, it's gonna get fucking. I'm like, it's not gonna get banned, it's already out on fucking YouTube. There's something, there's <laughs> something, there's something funny about that. It's like, I watched the whole movie, and at the end, I was kind of like, 
Who are these wankers that are fucking throwing up? Was it that like, bad, or is that am I, am I just that, a terrible person? Because I've got to admit, isn't that because I know you've you've wicked it and stuff. You've yeah. seen it, obviously the the really the the biggest most horrific fucking scene in it, which I still won't spoil. But you know, he comes in, he he does his thing to this boy, he just you know this horrificness happens, and you're sat there like fucking hell, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. That was a bit strong. <laughs> that but the problem is he fucks off, and then the prick comes back. With a fucking thing of salt. Because she's not dead yet. And a fucking tub of bleach. Yeah. And I swear, I think salt's even got salt written around it. Just so you don't miss the plot if you're you in the cheap seats. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. And I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm gone. I'm pissing myself. Yeah. I'm laughing yeah. so hard. I'm like, because I'm like, that's enough it. art. Just fucking, yeah. it's like dealing with a toddler now. Just fucking get back. Yeah. Just leave her alone. But it, then it but became it comical and I, could, I couldn't yeah. stop yeah. laughing. That's it. That the is it. Yeah. And, that, and I was like, do you know, if you'd have left that alone... But that's the chemistry of it. That's the story the, should have been better. Work. I don't think the story holds it way together. Well, it's the fact that the just... second one actually has a story. The first one didn't. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I think <laughs> yeah, this the story one feels is weak. This one feels like they're if they carry I mean, on this it's not Corey for four years in a fucking sewer week. This is true. But it's yeah. fucking yeah. weak. Yeah, that didn't happen. Fucking Corey, <laughs> fuck you. But yeah, the like the dream sequence stuff, the supernatural stuff coming into it. it, it the groundwork was there in the first one. This yes. one, obviously, they went a bit more hard in the paint. So I hope in the open the third one we get some explanation because that little yeah. that little girl that only I could see was a real interesting. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's, it's the second shit. one, so there's two of them. I was yeah. like, is there gonna be three of them in the third one? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of twos, Constantine 2, a little bit of update on the news for this one, from director Francis Lawrence, explaining that they uh, they are actually going to be making Constantine 2 an R-rated or an 18 certificate film this time around. And he explains that they have a different mindset going into this one before, because, well, as you may aware, when they made Constantine, they were told to make a PG-13 film regarding violence, nudity, and vulgarity. Yet when the film came out, it was still given an R or an 18 rating. And I mentioned in the review, yeah, review yeah. and I was like, I wonder Religious why this theme. film's 18 rated. I was like, maybe it's because of the religious stuff. Maybe it was because of the smoking. Mm, that's yeah. what um, I assumed. That's what smoking. I assumed. Uh, but the director's actually come out and said the reason why. And, it was, and it's the vague term of intensity. The film was too intense for PG audiences so we got an 18 rating and how do you, you like with smoking you can remove the cigarette you know with nudity you can you know just cut the scene if when the when they go your film's too intense like well shit you, you there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. but it's me as you said that I'm thinking shit when did Constantine come out what 2000 Six? 2002? 2006? Somewhere around that time, you yeah. You never got Terrifier 2 back then. Well, Nowadays, yeah. oh fuck y'all! <laughs> we just got Terrifier 2, fucking John Wick, fucking Keanu Reeves, Constantine can run out on fucking screen with fucking cigarettes up his nose, shouting the word cunt, and everyone will be like, what is that? <laughs> Uh, but he said he's just really happy this time around that he's got no restrictions and limitations. He's been told, make the film you want to make. Uh, and so, yeah, whatever content I've, I've he wants to put in there. Another DC movie that might be fucking, you know, better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> right? Man, Constantine's up there with, He's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fucking oh, Blade's better than Constantine one. Uh, I want to talk about Crystal Lake. Next bit of news. Now, Crystal Lake is the name of the new Friday the 13th property. And a and local it's gonna, brand of vodka. Right. <laughs> now, it's going to be a streaming TV series that will serve as an expanded prequel 
to the original movies and franchise. Right. Similar right now to what's also happening with the Pennywise Before series, which is going to be a prequel. Or after he dies. So is it just watching Mrs. Voorhees grieve? <laughs> Maybe. really fucking now, miserable. this is what <laughs> the original conception of Crystal Lake was going to be, because now I want to give you now a quick rundown of the legal battle that has been going on I'm, with Friday the 13th. I'm reading your notes, and I'm like, this is like, Chucky worked. Right. And... <laughs> Now, Who else has got a franchise we can buy? Sean Cunningham is the original movies director. Yeah. And Victor Miller is the original movies writer. And these right. are the two that yeah. have been fighting over control okay. as to who gets what. Now, in 2018, a judge ruled that Victor Miller owns all the rights of the original film's screenplay, right. which Cunningham sued him over and over to try to overturn and failed. Yeah. Cunningham now, however, does own all the rights to Adult Jason and the Hockey Mask, hence the Limbo State now. So, so he owns. So the other guy owns number bag, one. So he, he owns, he, he owns Camp Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake is a setting. He owns Pamela Voorhees and Baby Jason. But yeah. He doesn't own Adult Jason Hockey but Mask. Cunning, so yeah. So but Cunningham covers fucking three to Jason X. Yes, and, and beyond. all the Jason stuff. And yeah. nobody, and, and, and they are arguing over Friday Friday Part 2. Kind of, in a way, yeah. yeah. Well, because I mean, that's adult Jason, but it's yes. also got Pamela Voorhees. Yes. Yes. Well, this well, this makes me think of that Clarice fucking show that they did. Yeah, where well, it's like, like, we've got the bare minimum of rights, so we're going to yeah. try and squeeze something out yeah. of this vaguely related to it. Yeah. Exactly, so... That, that's where the limbo state's been, um, and also hence why the abandonment of the, the video game as well. Mm. Now, Victor Miller is now co-producing this Crystal Lake series, hence no Jason, yeah. just Crystal Lake. Uh, and he's working with Horror Inc. boss Rob Barsamian, ba Barsamian? Sorry about the names, okay. uh, for, the, for Peacock. Now, Cunningham's rights with Jason are under control by Horror Inc., Ergo, Victor Miller will have full creative control of Jason again for this show, but not for okay. games or films. Oh, so this is Sony and Spider-Man. Yes, okay, yes, yes. So lastly, <laughs> lastly, I'll understand and I'll work on it. Brian Fuller officially confirmed to Fangoria that A24 and Mark Tobaroff, who is Victor Miller's lawyer, have beautifully and excruciatingly assembled all all of the Friday the 13th rights. As a streaming series, we have the rights to do everything underneath the Friday the 13th umbrella going forward. I'm telling you now, them lawyers so, are probably finishing like, <laughs> this series better be fucking worth it. Yes, right. Like, oh my well, God. they already got all, paid. It don't matter. They're already hockey, Can you hockey wearing psycho team killer. It's just shit. No, he won't wear the mask, will he? Because that's what Cunningham owns. Well, no, no, I've well, just said. No, that is so, you know, so, all the rights are under one umbrella now. Sony letting Disney use Spider-Man. Right. So Peter Parker, he's in the mask. Same thing. So both Cunningham and Miller are both getting paid. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because yes. as long as they are both getting I mean, paid, based on the success get... of the show, but how can they miss? You know, like, fucking... <laughs> yeah, how can they miss? Yeah. I'm just going to find out that Jason's been hiding in the sewer for the last 13 years. <laughs> Do you know it's been 13 years since we've had a Friday the 13th project? I'm going to write you a better yeah. series right now. It's a fucking buddy comedy with Jason and Michael Myers living in the sewer together. And it's like friends, but... Yes. But in slashers. The sewer. They get called slashers. We'll oh, fucking fuck you. The shit writes itself. <laughs> well, All right, I'm just going to quickly roll into our quickfire news to end out this segment of the podcast. 
Freddy's the neighbour knits in. <laughs> yeah, you get a round of applause. Like, you love lives the away, they just killed a bitch with a hockey stick. Your mother told you days like this, and you watch the mum get the captain. <laughs> Season yeah. finale, giant fucking robot show. <laughs> and every episode ends just as Michael was about to say credits. something in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what do you think? <laughs> Studio Ghibli have teased a Lucasfilm collaboration. That's the news. And there's nice. really nothing okay. more to go on except now we know that Studio Ghibli have released a very short clip of both studios' logos. Most people are assuming it's going to be a Studio Ghibli Star Wars animated feature. Sweet. Cool. So, yeah, interesting. They do good work. Manga, Hell yeah, they do. lightsabers. R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned, it didn't do too well. Yeah. Once I found out that it was a prequel and that none of the returning cast members are coming back, from it, so. I also noped right out of okay, it. And yeah. it seems like we made a wise choice of not watching this film. Yeah. Uh, Universal Studios didn't even break even on the original film, I have no idea why they threw this much money at a prequel film. That Did it nobody... even go to cinema? I don't think so, no. I think, I think it went straight to streaming eventually. Yeah, yeah. It may have gone I, a few cinemas in America. I didn't know there was going to be a sequel because the first but, one did uh, so badly anyway. But yeah, RIPD2, skip it. Shame. <laughs> well, speaking of second films as well, I don't know whether we're going to want to skip or not based on your evaluation of Kevin Smith's track record. Right. <laughs> Kevin Smith's talking about Tusk 2 and now Red State 2. Huh, so I'm Tusks. All in. Uh, they yeah. apparently Red approached they Kevin Smith I'm like, <laughs> we're going to do Red State. And so in Kevin's words, they were like, if we do this, would, would you want to do it again? And I was like, yeah, in a heartbeat. I mean, obviously, Michael Parks is gone, like, but it's just a story of crazy okay. people with guns and shit like that. As long as I could yeah. use John Goodman again, I could make a hundred fucking <laughs> Red John States. Goodman. And I'm like, let's do it. So we're going to do one. I'm hoping they actually go with the ending that they were going to go with the ending of the first 100%. one. 100%. I'm hoping <laughs> the fucking that, rapture happens. Yeah, the right. rapture yeah. happens. And it's just heads exploding, chests exploding, it's, fucking um, horns blaring. It's interesting though when he's saying he could use John Goodman again. So I guess it's more like when it says about Red State, it's just following that character yeah. on a different kind of a different you know, setup, different location. Right? It's the same same I, deal. I love day. Red State, and it, but yeah. this is the thing with Kevin Smith is like what he what he struggles with is when Red State came about because of all the actual Westboro Baptist Church actually attacking him. Yeah, yeah so for it's sure. Really, you know, he had all this inspiration in death threats coming yeah, at him yeah. all fucking day so yeah. that's why he I, wrote it same with really with Tusk it all came about from the podcast and the Walsh yes and the advert so it's like he had these really nice organic little perfect ideas. little storms yeah. that happen yeah. when you just try and sequelize that normally you get Blair Witch Book of Shadows yes so, yeah, or something completely unrelated yeah so I, I'm looking to. forward to it I am especially yeah. t more Tusk 2 Red State 2 I'm like oh don't fuck that one up because I like Red State <laughs> right, um, yeah. well, I think it's a genuinely good movie it won't but... tarnish Red State because you'll just be able to sit there and go, like, like we said like, with Clarks, just, Clarks 2 oh this is like, John well, Goodman's character and <laughs> don't even call it Red State 2 but we, we all fucking know in the viewers Red universe State. who it is yeah, yeah Red, Red State fucking genius like give that man a fucking producer credit but um but yeah so I do I do worry about that when you try and just force a sequel how is he gonna beat Michael Park's fucking no oh, mate performance they you get Johnny Depp back in Liam Hemsworth Liam Hemsworth giant fucking robot Ben Affleck Affleck, hey, dude, him. he could get Affleck. Could get Affleck is a, have you ever seen the? You've seen the Last Duel? Fucking Ben Affleck in that was mm. fucking evil. You, you can do evil. Can well, I tell you what's going on right now is a petition to have Mads Mikkelsen re uh, play the role of the Witcher going forward. Totally, that I is saw the, the internet's voice. Uh, I saw choice. the mock-up yes. and I was like, yeah, yeah. And and also, how easy is it 
to finish on season three, whatever that story is, and yeah. then go, we're going to jump forward ten years. Yeah. He's been living in a sewer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now he looks rough. And now he's, yeah, he's older and it's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, well, also on uh, Matt Mickelson news, he's going to be working again with <laughs> Brian Fuller in a new horror movie, Dust Bunny. Uh, Dust Bunny will tell the story of an eight-year-old girl who enlists the help of her intriguing neighbor to kill the monster under her bed that she believes ate her family. Take the film mind. is being described as a throwback to family horror films of the 80s. Filming will begin in January next year. Oh, I hope that's gory as <laughs> fucking scary as fuck. That, that sounds be, amazing. That better be barbarian levels. I'm hoping to an 18 version of Monsters with Fred yes. Savage. Yes. yes. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he goes in there like, oh, what do you mean they've eaten your parents? And he goes there and the mum's got her head completely <laughs> yeah. ripped off. And Matt Mickelson's like... Oh, this does sound like something that Nick Cage turned down, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, yeah. no, he um, fucking wrote it. I think I've gone a bit too hard to paint <laughs> yeah. this year. I think I'll let Mass take this one. Yeah. Yeah. My wife will only let me do like five badass. That sounds years. great, though, and I hope yes. that is because yeah, I, I hope it's very like where he's from. You know, where it's like maybe got a bit of Scandinavian folklore to it. Because I, because I, I can't wait for trolls to come out. In yes, the next series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks good, but I wish they just come carried on from the film and been like, look. This, the evidence instead yeah. they're just trying to rebrand it dude they're remaking Godzilla you seen that footprint <laughs> Godzilla's never been fucking remade it's just fucking Godzilla all over again Netflix has officially renewed Sandman for a second season this was not a surprise it wasn't left dormant well, it, for years like we thought it was going it to be it kind of was because they said they weren't yeah. going to do it first yeah. Yeah, they, they, and that was a fucking stupid plan on fucking Netflix's point well, we said we've this. just had this really great show that everyone has been waiting fucking 20 odd years for and it's come out people are loving it so we're going to cancel it because we've well, they didn't cancel it they just didn't renew yeah, it they just didn't renew that it, was yeah. it they didn't cancel well, it, they it, just it, didn't it was because People watched it, but they didn't binge watch it. This yes. is why they can't afford Cavill. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Liam. Uh, but yeah, Neil Gaiman's incredibly excited. The whole team's really hard at work, and he can't wait to deliver those stories. So uh, yeah, yeah. If you really you enjoyed Sandman, again, I, more I, I, I said it. again, I thought it was yes. like, oh, that was an alright episode. That one wasn't. Oh, that was an alright episode. Ah, that one wasn't. But I'm, I'm it was glad it got renewed because, because yeah. it, it, you know, potential it's got a lot to, of go, to get to better again. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, last bit of news for you is that Toho have announced a new Godzilla movie. I love Toho songs. Uh, this one is heading, uh, was going to be released on the 3rd of November 2023. This will be the first Godzilla film from Toho since 2016's Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, also, you should know it's that nothing. a sequel to Godzilla vs. Kong is still in the works as well. By, I think it's pictures. Alex Wingard. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong is a giant robot. Uh, Which they already did. They already did. You know, I, I need to see Shin Godzilla, uh, but like it was. Is that the one where like Godzilla he, beats up the American Godzilla, or was that one earlier? No, one? no, no. Shin Godzilla is the one where it's I, like a completely renewed Godzilla, and he's he just mutates all the way through the movie until yeah, he's I, just I a radiation it, um, fucking monster. I watched it when I was really <laughs> smashed. And yeah. I woke up the next day and thought I dreamt it. Yeah. I had to oh, wow. Google it to see if it was oh, a real no, that's movie. What I saw. I, I've not. <laughs> oh, had, okay. Like I've not had the chance to actually watch it myself. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you to see if you can see if you can see it um, but at the same time I, 
I, I'm not entirely massively on the idea of just watching him fucking mutate and radiate and fucking destroy shit. I want to see him... You know what you're getting when you watch Godzilla, though, right? <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, but I, I, like, I do like the old classic style of Godzilla makes an appearance, then they're questioning why he's make, made an appearance, then there's something else going on, and then he makes another couple of appearances, and he's fighting something else. You know, he's the hero. I'm not a big fan of the... Is uh, he really a monster? Is, yeah, well, yeah. Is he really the monster? Are we the monsters? What's the message? Is he just a result of our radiation? I'm just, just punch like, the big thing. Yeah, I want like I want to see giant robots and fucking giant lizards in real life, and I have to go to a fucking cinema where somebody pulls out their phone halfway through. You don't, you don't want to go and see it in real life, dude, because then it's a serious situation. Like you're seeing it in real life. It'd be fun. You're on Facebook before we see it. That's true. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of the first part of the podcast. We are going to take a very quick break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about Clerks 3. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to part two of the podcast. Yes. Well, we're going to be talking about Clerks 3. Yes. Just released this year in 2022. Uh, Kevin Smith been making uh, films since 1994 with the original Clerks. Of course, we had Clerks 2 in 2006 and now Clerks 3. What did you guys think of Clerks 3? Uh, well, I'm... If I start talking about it, like I could go on for a while and I might get emotional. So if you want me to go first, I will, <laughs> just in case. But that's my that's my Andy. warning. <laughs> what you-, you want me to go first? I mean, we're all gonna chuck in, obviously. Right. But I'll, I'll go ahead and <laughs> say go, that go, I was, I really enjoyed Clerks. Yes, I did as well. I am. Um, I, I said it many times. I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith stuff. I don't even mind some of his, you know, sort of like, you know. Worst works, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, a normal yeah, time yeah. to uh, the viewers' universe that I really love, and I follow the podcasts and everything like that. So even the bad stuff kind of feels like ah, it was made for me anyway, because I'm a fan. So I kind of enjoy it. Struggle with yoga hosers. That was a tough one. I'm right. gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I still haven't gone anywhere near that one. No, no. <laughs> you're okay, I saw you're the okay. trailer for it. I was like, but um, as a um, you know, obviously this is this is him now. This might be all you get from him is just I survived a heart attack and I'm every movie may be my last and. You're gonna Living know about my it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And I completely appreciate people's opinion on that. But um, as an actual closure to the story of those characters, as a film from a writing standpoint, I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of his best, personally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I will totally agree with that. When when it was announced that Clerks Free was going to be made, I was like, oh, here here he goes. He's making another Tusk, another Yoga and This hosers. has been in development hell as well, hasn't it? Because it's, like, it's, got, it's gone through... It was going to be a musical at one point, you know? Well, <laughs> like, like who, who's the, who were the original owners of Clark's, the original distribution? Was it well, Miramax? Miramax, Miramax yeah. And Miramax was well, Weinstein. Yeah, and yeah. so we've just gone through all that shit where now... Personally, this is what I was thinking when I was watching Clark's 3 is... 
he's not got the backing of any studio at the moment. He's literally just making these but movies. But he, he owns those characters. Yeah. He owns those characters. He doesn't own the distribution has, rights for like Dogma and stuff. Which is what he, right. so, and, 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 this one, and he knows the business. So I'm sat there, I'm watching Clerks for a movie that I would just say, I never ever thought I'd get a second one. Mm-mm. And I never thought I'd get a third one. Never, I um, didn't want a second one. Yeah, really. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't sequelize it. But it was, I was just like, a thing. Bad. Yeah. The fan base has always said that. The fans are always saying, when are you going to make another one of this? When are you going to make another one of that? And well, it was the fact that he, because he kept continuing to make movies yeah. and Clerks was the one that started it all. And because mm. there was a Clerks 2, it was like, <clears throat> okay, now you've gone off and made Zack and Miri and Cop Out and Red State and you're making an animated Jane Silent Bob stuff and now you're doing Tusk it's just like where is Clerks 3 and he had the script for it but it was um, Jeff Anderson who rejected the script and said no I don't want to do this I'm not an actor no that's it Um, I've got a life and I'm going to go live it. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Jeff Anderson. Now, now he's a key character for me for Clerks Free because, like, as he's just said, Jeff Anderson is not an actor. Jeff Anderson was a guy that was helping Kevin Smith out and played a role and read from a script, and it was so indie and it was so underground and it was so raw that he 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 created a whole character that. I, I honestly fell in love with because just the way he spoke and the way he carried himself off of how it was an was. extension of Kevin Smith himself. Yeah, he is, well, he, Kevin Smith said that, that he was going to play him, which is why yeah. Randall's got all the best lines. He is the yeah. anti-hero, you know, same same as Jay is for for uh, Silent Bob. But, it's kind of mostly a dick. <laughs> it's a lovable dick. You know, and so what? After after the first one, Jeff Anson's just like I'm off. And every now and again, Kevin Smith's like, "Oh come on, I'll just pay you some money, come in, just do this little." Yeah, he did Zack and Mary. You know, he's in Zack and Mary. He's in uh, Dogma. You know, but of course he is. Yeah, he's a bartender. When I watched it, so Clerks Two comes out, and I'm like, "Sells a gun." Okay. Yes. He's still definitely not an actor because this movie is not hitting the high marks. It's Jay and Silent Bob's movie as well as it is Dante and. Um, Randall's movie this one is primarily a Dante Randall movie but it's telling you Kevin Smith's story yes and that was the thing that really um, put me off with this film watching it because there was a huge meta disconnect that I had watching it where I was like oh yeah these are not actors playing the parts of the film these are these real people Mm. that are making the movie clerks within the movie clerks three yeah and for me my brain like even though i understand it my brain just kept <laughs> doing the south park bit it's like it's a, it's a taco in a burger in yeah, an ice cream. yeah <laughs> but, you know, so my brain just kept be, and I, I had to keep but it triggering it... myself back into going oh it's a film within the film it's fine mm. but it, it honestly kept making me disconnect right from the fact that it felt like this was a film in a film universe and so when things happened to these characters in the film it didn't feel real because it felt like it was the metaverse um and so i honestly was just so so, you know and and there's also many moments in the film where randall will say something and the camera will cut to kevin like "Ah, that was me (laughs) and i was just like oh fucking hell yeah but that was already there in jane silent bob strike back you know this movie incorporates all of the skills that kevin smith has picked up over the what last 20 30 years Mm. starting and I totally get what you mean, but I think I was the complete opposite. So, like I said, Jeff Anderson is playing Randall. He's writing the story about himself doing these things that actually Dante Dante does in the first movie, which actually is Kevin Smith's 
imagination and from what he was working in the convenience store. It's funny as well because I, I didn't feel that disconnect personally okay. to the whole meta thing of it. I, it makes yeah, sense. But no, I'm, I'm usually totally, totally fine with that sort yeah. of type of stuff, which is why I was so. But that's that's why I felt it was peculiar because I'm, I'm I need to mention it because normally I'm fine with meta stuff. Yeah, totally fine with it. But for this film, it didn't. It didn't gel. The gel was missing, or it just it didn't feel cohesive. Mm. Where I kept having those jarring moments of. Oh, this callback. It's a flashback. That's a nod to, yeah. And it was just, yeah, yeah. Like too I, much. I, I mean, spoilers. well, I mean, the, the fact that what was it? Every I think every scene of clerks that they show in the movie, because obviously they show the movie clerks within clerks. 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Only, Which is the confusion. I'm, yeah, I'm only building well, on yeah. your point here, really. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but um, you yeah, have uh, you you see an updated version of it. Like you even see mm. the scene of the little girl putting with the, the cigarette. Smoke, yeah, you see her all grown up. Yeah. You know. Uh, but again, I'm watching it and I'm going, "Oh, I'm a sucker for nostalgia." Shit, oh, no, I loved all that stuff too. I loved all that. I loved all the family comedy. And again, I think I said when we when we briefly talked about it last month. I think I said that when I was watching it with Donna, I'm the asshole that has to point out all these little all the things. So it's like the very end where it fucking. Uh, Harley is pulling the milk out, doing the milkmaid thing. Yeah. That yeah. was obviously her grandmother that in was... the original. You know, that's right. Yeah, fuck it. I mean that. To start talking on some of the scenes of it, mm. um, there's a gut punch. When I first watched it, this was an absolute gut punch of a scene where Dante is talking. You find it, spoilers from for this, yeah, by the way. Yeah, if you've not spoilers, seen Clerks 3, yeah. so you know, in Clerks 2, he ended up going it. with Rosario Dawson's character, Becky. Yes, yes. Uh, when he takes Randall into the hospital, because you don't see her, uh, at the very start, you see a in memoriam and she's dead, and you're like, fuck, they just killed her off screen? What the fuck? I was like, jeez, yeah. the budget that low? Yeah, <laughs> is she like, too busy with Star Wars? And, and I didn't know what to go, but anyway, so then, <laughs> then you do see her come into it in a flashback. You only ever see her in, like, mm. dream sequences, whatever mm-hmm. you can call it. Dante, he takes Randall to the hospital, and then he sees Becky being wheeled in. You're like, oh, yeah. shit, something happened. Um, but then drunk what driver. you get, yeah, you find it was a drunk driver, but then later what you get is a scene where he visits her grave and she just out of the blue, just drops along where she's like, I know you're mad that this happened to me and grace. And one, you realize she was pregnant when she died Yeah. and he named the, the kid after his mother. And I was like, Oh, sh- oh yeah. you son of a bitch right but, in the okay. fucking heart. Do you know but what I mean? At the same time, balancing um, that with the fact that she has just talked about how, in the it, I mean, she's just, just having sex, sex with everyone. She's just having like, sex. That with is such a fucking people. Kevin Smith scene. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, this is so Kevin Smith just writing. But it. I, yeah, I, I found, I found that the the um, the scenes in this movie that had to had to show heart really fucking. Yes, did. yeah, really I've did. heard that, that from somebody else that as well. Scene, just the, the bit where Dante, where Randall and Dante watch Clerks together, and the is it the Way of the Water, whatever it's called, is is playing the Gerard way version from mm. my chemical romance um which they used in tusk as well that's playing and then you move into yeah. spoilers Cry. dante dies and Fun then you crying. move into fucking randall dropping the you're not supposed to be here today that's it i'm god I, yeah, so, I, was... I thought it was such a beautifully <clears throat> shot sequence randall uh, sorry dante watching himself watch the movie his reaction so i really do think that brian allen it was some of his finest yeah, acting, yeah. personally. Well, like, and then, you know, Rosario, well. you know, Becky turns up and they get up and leave like, before the end of it. And she's like, are you really going to leave before the end of the movie? And then he that, dies I, before I the end of the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, it was so good. My, Donna yeah. loved every minute of that. So I, I honestly do think that that, um, that sequence, that ending sequence, when they needed to make it, when they needed to be like, no, we're not being, we're not going to be funny right now. We're mm. ending this. I, I thought they did a wonderful job of it. That being said, I thought some of the jokes were really fucking funny. 
I, I thought they were hit and miss. I thought, <laughs> yeah, some of the jokes are really funny. Well, some of them you've heard a million times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they, they reuse the same jokes. Yeah. There was honestly oh, one sorry, joke at one point. Or one he's reference. literally like, remember when that guy died in the bathroom? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You know, from the first one? <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like, all right, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was one gag. I, I, I can't recall it, but there was like an older woman. She says something, and there was just this moment of silence. I'm like, is there a reference or a joke there? I just have no yeah, idea what that have, was. I mean, it may have been. I don't know what bit it is, but yeah, there may have been, because there were so many in-jokes. I mean, I was saying to you, yeah, earlier, I there's that. the bit where... Where Jason Mew starts, ar- Jay starts arguing with dudes like, "Yeah, Tom, you fucked it up again." That's from an actual yeah, bit yeah. where when he was all fucked up, he started yelling at a guy on set, yeah. and the guy was like, "I'm gonna kick your fucking ass." And <laughs> for me as well, like I said, I I sat down to watch it after after the wrestling. I fell asleep. I woke up as Dante passes away and Randall showing him the movie, and I was just like, "I got to watch this tomorrow from the start." So I rewatched it, but in my head, I just you know knew this death sequence was coming up. Everything else leading up to that, like the arguments between the two of them about whose day it is and all this kind of stuff, I already knew yeah. where the story was going to go out. Like, and, and that was kind of like an extension of what they did in the second one as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, but know, for me as well, blowout, like, yeah. from a personal experience, it was like, okay, I'm, I was watching it just before I was about to hit 40. You know, I've been following Kevin Smith practically all of my life. You know, at one point, this guy was... You know, I mean, he's made, yeah, he's like 10 died, years ahead of us, isn't he? You know, he? and we wouldn't have had these movies. So mm. everybody acting in these movies, like with Jeff Anderson, at this end sequence where he's crying over his buddy dying, it's like, we're never going to film this again. We may, if the check's big enough, you know, in a studio I, picture. I, I, I want to see the you porn movie of Rosario <laughs> Dawson in heaven just banging dudes. <laughs> they can do whatever as long as Kevin Smith gets back in. But as... I did. I started to come to realize, like, you're either a Kevin Smith fan or you're not. You know, like everybody will go to the cinema and just watch everything, yeah, but when a Kevin man. Smith movie drops, you're like, I'm either he's a fan quite, of he's, his, he's quite polarizing, and I'll, I'll, I'll hit it. You know, or I'm I'm not, and you know, I just know that the same jokes are going to come out. I want to see more Jay and Silent Bob. You know. I've been loving them since I was in my fucking I, my I, teens. I don't want like James in cartoon. I'd like him in cartoon. I just don't want it when they're the they centerpiece of it. It's not just some uh, Donna. I think when we're watching this, I'm like, oh, they're getting too old to do this J and Bob thing, aren't they? I said, what's <laughs> yeah. really funny is Same that as Triple H well, no, but what, what, yeah, well, that, yeah, I don't want to see them wrestle again. <laughs> but what's really funny is I was like, it's funny looking at him because Jay looks so different because he's got his teeth all fixed and he's got <laughs> yeah. really obvious horse teeth. You can see he's struggling to talk. But then uh, what cracks me up about is like, you know, there they are look, living in New Jersey, except for Kevin Smith's amazing L.A. tan that he's walking around with. Like, he looks like a walnut. Like, you know, literally, it was, it was really funny. Like, I, yeah, and, and I'll, I will say, actually, one the weak point of the movie for me was the um, um, uh, Elias and Blockchain characters. Because I really liked Elias in two. I thought he was right. funny as fuck. And I, th- oh, he I felt like, like a different character really, in the third he one. Really, he felt a like he just character. got added. No, he but had I, a I different think, outfit. And well, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was cool. And listen, blockchain. Who is based? That's Harley's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's I think his so. son-in-law. His acting was, his acting was, I was so like, bad. Oh, he just doesn't need to be in this. And I granted they gave him the silent Bob role as well. Yeah, yeah. The, ironically, the bit at the end where he opened mm-hmm. his mouth fucking made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, "Yeah, kites, bitch, we're rich," and all yeah. this stuff. I was like, the fact that he shouted <laughs> that. Wait, 
at his basically at his mother-in-law. His mother-in-law. <laughs> I was like respect. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I'm like, oh my god. This that, is... It reminded me of the key and peel. Like you, you said bitch. But as I thought, they were the weak link, and I yes, also think I that he was like almost like maybe halfway through writing and gone. Elias, I need to put him in here somehow and just yeah. but use it too it, much. It was a nice, it was a nice way to end and go like, oh, we got all this money, so we say it's Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was I'm, all right. No, but you could have done that a million different but ways. The thing, but the thing, honestly, like, um, I kind of want to go back to the the death scene again. Uh, just go back a little bit because uh, Dante's or um, I was I was I was fine with Clerks Three. Like, yeah, it had some highs and it had some low lows. Yeah, yeah. So overall, I was just kind of like okay on the film. Mm. Um, but uh, I did not envision the death of one of the characters to come at the end of the film, and and I was just like, it to me it just felt like uh, Kevin Smith was making a movie, and so something dramatic has to happen in a movie for it to be a movie. Or and so it was like I need to have I need to have something dramatic happen to to make this movie mean something to have this moment that everyone's going to talk yeah, about happen yeah. at the end. He has been trying to kill him off since yes, the first, since the first one. movie. That's well, what I was yeah, about I, to say. I know he has. Yeah. But no, no, that was the thing. When he made the first movie, he was, it's my first film. I'm a director. I need my film to have an impactful ending so people remember it. Mm. And when the people were watching it, they were like, no, you don't need that, Kevin. You, you don't need that. You, you be strength. Have the strength of your own film stand on its own. And people loved it and gravitated towards it. If they killed him off in that one, would it have gone like it the rest because it was a much more sudden it was such an outlet whereas you you telegraph you telegraph that Dante's going to die from the minute the doctor is like you need to look after your friend and by the way you're fucked too he's like what me he's like yeah and you can see, just, and the fact I that just, he's like, like talking to his dead wife, like I just want to be with you. I'm like, yeah. from 10, 15 minutes in, I'm like, oh, you're fucking. It dead. was just coupled with the fact that Kevin like, Smith, in all of the interviews, like I had a heart attack and I'm going to get to make films, mm-hmm. and this is all about still being able to be proactive in your life at the age of fifty plus. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And then that's all we kept hearing and hearing and hearing, and then that's all we kept hearing in the film Clerks Three as well. Yeah, so for them to actually then uh, kill a character with the heart attack at the end it was just like. Oh, like no, you've lost me as an audience. I was already getting annoyed with the meta how, stuff. How yeah. would you? How now would I you know, they, no, they yeah, it ended beautifully. I, I don't get me wrong. The cinematography, the performances, the music, the pacing, beautiful. Mm. Wouldn't change it. I just didn't want it in this film. I just didn't. Yeah. I, I would have been very happy with them of just like closing the shop at the end of a day. You know, it didn't need to be film dramatic moment. I, but, I feel though, uh, like. As, as he kind of spun it as like, you know, this is going to be the third and final one. If you do that, close it at the end of the day, people are like, oh, he's just going to make it yeah. all four. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so by killing off Dante, uh, St- Stallone's been trying to kill off the off To me, like it, it was just way five. too dramatic a moment to have happen in, in Clerks. Yeah, I, I totally get what guess, you mean. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. Like I said, I fell asleep, I saw the death sequence first, and then I had to rewatch the whole film before getting back to the sequence. <laughs> you know, wake up like, oh, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd already wiki did before as well. But the of fact... Of course. I had so much fun. There's only two sequ- There's only two moments in the film that really, I just, I can't... Even if I rewatch the movie, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, <laughs> the rest of the movie, I had so much fun just thinking about how much fun he was having. Mm-hmm. You know, how the studio isn't really involved. And he's doing it off his own back. And he's yeah, got yeah, his, yeah. all of his friends back. I mean, at one point, we've got Sarah Michelle Geller saying... I know. Like, oh, oh that cameo, that string of cameos I'm like, was first brilliant. time in a movie Fucking in over Sarah 15 Michelle years. years. Okay, it's the fact that Freddie Prince Jr. is actually like, hey, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. 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 I love the sailboat guy. Yeah. Oh, Ethan yeah. Suplee coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the moment And looking so fucking good as well. When Randall goes to the hospital at the beginning, 
and it's obviously he's he's had the heart attack at first, and so he's that's why he's going to make the movie. Like the the two music moments in that, I'm like, why did you leave those songs to play? Is it a new thing in America? Like they've got music oh, playing over playing the, the entire sequence. Yeah, they like this. You had this one song play all the way through the sequence with Justin Long, all the way through until the the song finished and they carried Justin on Long talking is great and everything and I'm like, is. <laughs> I'm like hold on there's no more music coming back or that's the end of the song like what yeah, and I'm I, listening I to Justin too, Long and then the next sequence when mm. they were in the waiting room they just they start playing this music in the background where I'm like yeah, we're it, still it, in this. I felt like they left the music in there is because the like because the, the I think he struggled to open the film and so, like, the extended m- entire music video that intros into the film. Yeah, yeah. But then I, the song's really still that playing. Scene, though. Yeah. yeah, for me, it was just I like... like it didn't... The film Jane didn't... Bob do the Blues Brothers bit with the fucking briefcase? That was yeah, fun. Yeah, that was, that was cool. That, that was really cool. But yeah, it was, it, it was too long. It was too long. And the music played was on it, in the scene when the dialogue started. And so it didn't... It yeah, felt, that's yeah, why. It, yeah, it, it, felt, yeah, it does. It felt like the, um, the intro then, because the same song was playing into the hospital scene... And the di- and the first scene had started, but the music's still going. It it just felt it, it felt sloppy. I do wonder if like because because he's obviously like a, a an almost self taught director. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, a, yeah. He you know he basically just worked and figured it out and stuff like that, and ended up with basically no style at all, which became his style. But <laughs> I do wonder if because he he goes back to these different, even though it's all within the same viewers universe. Yeah. You know, Clerks is very much on a track here, and then you'd have like you know other bits as well. But I do wonder if like because he he sort of like he learns all these different things, he just sort of like oh I've learned this now from working on Supergirl, so I'm gonna put this into my Clerks franchise, even though it's like well now it, it it's unrecognizable to a lot of people because obviously sure. Clerks has a very distinctive feel, which he, he does a, a fucking frankly hilarious commentary on in the movie. It's true. Why well, it's gonna be a black and white? white. Yep. Oh, I ain't shooting it, motherfucker. Really, that <laughs> fucking popped me, that line, actually. I'm shooting it black and white. I ain't shooting it. Um, so then when he moves on, as much as it's like, yeah, you want a filmmaker to grow and to learn new ways of doing stuff, you're like, well, it's so distant from what, you, you know, you think it was done by a totally different director. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not. And for it being his universe, I guess, a lot of people, that's going to move a lot of well, people Well, I just away. love the fact of going back through his list, like we said. Yeah. You know, if we go back to Clark's one, More Rats was fucking just phenomenal. But then Chasing Amy comes along is completely different. More Rats it, is kind of like the better version of Jay and Bob striking back, like that whole run around yeah, comedy. Yeah. But like you said, it's because it's not featured on them. Yes, yeah. It's their part of it. Yeah, yeah, but like Chasing Amy comes along and people, at the, at that time, people were just Chasing like, Amy's oh, a no, wonderful he'll, movie. Yeah, he'll never, agree, he'll yeah. never make another movie again because Chasing Amy just fucking shit. What the fuck was that whole monologue from that guy who fucking doesn't say anything throughout the movie? Then he sits at that table and does that whole story about some girl. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. I watched Chasing Amy. Did I'm that like, bomb though? I don't remember if that... Well, it didn't do well because Dogma was the bigger hit that came out soon after. Well, no, but Chasing he got Amy the money, is one of the highest get, rated yeah, of his films. Chasing it. Yeah. I, I don't know 100%. Well, I'm just, I know. mean, the only time I saw Chase Amy was when it came out, you know, VHS, and I was heavy into Kevin Smith, but nobody I knew here, was like, oh man, you've got to watch Chase Amy. It's the 90s comedy fucking, you know, late 90s fucking comedy. But Dogma comes out. Hey, look, it's hard to argue that his, his first round of movies is his best work. Yeah, well, you know, Dogma, like, yeah, yeah, but Dogma totally. actually had a proper good cinema run. I mean, I saw it twice in the cinema, and it was like Kevin Smith's like the Dogma biggest next director. And then what do we have after that? We have James Hunt and Bob Strike Back. 
Yeah, which... that for me was the beginning of the end. <laughs> See, now for you, that's what. <clears throat> for me, I thought it was fucking outstanding. I'm like, but this is what we've been asking for since fucking Morats and Jason Amy, right? Again, do you know what? We've I'll give him balls for changing the style so much. Yes, to go to that slab Jersey thing. Girl. I heard so it was so bad. I sat down. I love Jersey Girl. I fucking I enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed Jersey Girl. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that because they got Rick J Lo right at the start. So now they, yeah, 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 exactly. And it was I was like, oh no, oh, it's fine. She died. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but like I said, after chasing it, I'm pretty sure I'm, I can't remember if it uh, was right or not. But after chasing Amy, people saying, oh, he's not going to make another good film. Same thing with Jersey Girl. He's not going to make another f- good film. Well, Jersey Red Girl got, State, got he's not the ass kicked out of it for the whole Ben and J-Lo bust yeah, was bigger was, than the movie. It was a shame. Everybody was commenting on that bitch. But, but yeah. his writing, his writing, him getting the performances, I mean, I... I really think that Jersey like, Girl is one of his best films, actually, now I think about like, it. It's really good. Zach and Mary make a point out, like, did he write it? Yes. And that's why yes, it has yeah. such good, funny moments with all of his good but it's his not, friends. Same with Jeff Anderson. I don't. I think I know he, he did. He, he, like, he wasn't that the start of the studio he, thing? He was because, like, obviously, yeah. Cop Out was he directed it, weren't his movie? Did, didn't absolutely, write it. yeah. But Cop I Out think got some good might moments. Be a different, might, um, hmm. I don't know if that, that was his production company or whatever. I think he was working for. I don't. Studio. I, yeah, I don't think it's uh, View Askew. But um, like I said, for me, people were saying that he was bombing like so early into his career to then get to Clerks Three. Which potentially we could have never got anyway. Knock on wood again. I keep saying that for shit. <laughs> um, I like I said. I just got so much behind the heart behind it. It was Kevin Smith making this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It came out in like we had it come out in the cinema near us that we just never go to. So I never went. Which and that's on me. Like it came out in the cinema world. Which what did? Clerks Free. Oh, not here. It didn't. No, you could. Oh, the closest yeah, yeah. one no, for no, us was yeah, Exodus. I was yeah, going to say yeah, it's like yeah. it's like an hour away to go yeah. see it, and I was like, mm, I can I can find it online quicker. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. But fuck, I'll buy the Blu-ray of it. I don't give a shit because I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Did you see Jane Son uh, Jane Son and Bob the re- reboot? Yeah. Did you see that one? I, I mean, I, we, I I watched it. I'd um, say that Clerks Three is much better than that that reboot oh, movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I, that really reboot movie, movie I thought was dreck. I thought it was. I I, I honestly I was like now that. Kevin Smith doesn't have Miramax with him. Mm. I don't know whether it's you know it's not the wine scenes, whatever. But I don't know what other producers. I don't know whether it's, was it Scott Mosier? Is it his? Scott yeah. Mosier, yeah. Scott Mosier. Well, I mean, he's um, come I, on to be a really. Yeah. It's ironic that he's probably already made more money as a director than Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Yeah, he did yeah. the Grinch for a That's start. What, yeah. And, and that so, was fucking excellent. I, I don't know why, but I, I don't know if if there's somebody who's, who's no longer around Kevin to rein him in a little bit, or or I, I, or, I would or think to, to work with him. I don't know because it just maybe feels like the studio, but yeah, yeah, maybe because it does feel like Kevin's. I mean, I still love what he does. I, I love the man. I love watching him in interviews, podcasts, all that stuff. But I honestly, I think you know the the criticisms being levied at some of these films are really genuine criticisms and I think he's gotten sloppy as a filmmaker I, I don't I, I don't know whether he's, I'm, he's I'm just, just I think I'm just in the camp of like I'm really happy that he clearly gets to make whatever film he wants yeah, to yeah, yeah, but without yeah, being funny yeah. I'm like I'd say Jordan Peele is the same true and no, yeah. not as many people complain about him because I'm, I'm, again I'm, Nope was a fucking heinous piece of shit yeah. but 
Stephen I'm, Senior. But I'm glad that he got to make that movie. Yeah. And clearly, I was like, oh, no one said so shit to you, did they? I, I, it's I, funny. I, I, yeah, it, yeah. So I'm I love, really, I love I'm that Kevin really is still impressed here. That anyone he is able die. to do that. people to keep making movies. Jordan Peele is a good example because, like, he's done what three movies. At the moment in his career, yeah. he's done Get Out, yeah, he's uh, done Us, uh, yeah. no. But he's every, also done a lot of other every stuff. Every single and... one I've heard this kind of the same thing along with uh, uh, Kevin Smith's career is, oh, it's really good, that's nah, shit, he's never going to make another movie. Us comes out, it's really good, fucking it's shit. It's same with Nope, it's good, it's shit. But he's made his own movie. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's mm-hmm. got yeah, his absolutely. own crew together. Absolutely. He's put the story out and he's just gone back. And it's original. Like I said, with going back through a lot of Kevin Smith's films, they're original you well, know, it, it, they, it, like he says, he just wants to write stories about him really, and his friends. Yeah, yeah. but that's it. Like, Which he's still doing, to be fair to him. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. They, just they, he's got a lot more famous friends now. James Gunn should get him in for the next Superman movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Superman can hang out outside the shop. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Oh, well, I mean, like they look at that. Kevin Smith was going to make that Superman he movie did, with Nicholas Cage. No, he did do. Well, he was no, he's going to do Bizarro. Nick Cage is going to be Bizarro. But James Gunn, yeah, yeah. do Bizarro. Well, that's obviously, he is talking, because I know that they've had him, it started because he was on one of his podcasts, like James Gunn, um, and they were talking about working together there, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does get involved in it. In, I would in totally watch a DC Bizarro. Yeah, but again, no, but do you know what's really funny? That is again, that would probably be a good example. It probably first. would be really good, be good. He, he would have to be like, he would have some people, most James Gunn, going, whoa, 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 whoa. you can't kill Bizarro off in the last episode, in the last shot. Like, you know, um, a Crypt Bullet, he saved Superman's life. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know yeah. it. Jay's had a Bob Bloodman Conica in it. None on my watch. Ah. Jay just sprays the place. There you go. <laughs> William, what were your favourite scenes from Clerks 3? Man, if you remember um, any. I really, like I said, I really love that fucking final sequence where he's talking to Dante in the bed and he's showing him the movie that they've completed. Like, I, I'll be personally honest it was like looking at like the reviews that we've done you know and like the, this journey of these guys these characters like jeff anderson not a classically trained actor hasn't fucking held any roles but he was fucking crying his fucking eyes out like that could have been vix underneath his eyes but like it, i fully believe that that he was watching his friend die i love the whole cameo sequence with all the stars come in they're trying hmm. to you know audition for the film audition for yeah. the different movies i I, I I totally agreed. It it was a bit jarring in places, and I didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. But I always loved when Elias came on the screen, and I kept trying to be like, "Where the fuck are you from?" And then I remembered that he's the dude so from Clerks too, but the different outfits. The boy, the you know fucking Harley Quinn's fucking boyfriend. Blockchain. You know, which I had to write down because I was like, "What the fuck is he called?" Blockchain. You know, all coming. I I I knew that there story bit was going to be completely stupid because it was the same with Clerks 2 you know and secretly it's the same with more rats and it's the same with fucking Dogma that you've got this really stupid element that keeps the film going and gets to the end and it just ended really nicely yeah I, I like Ending that your he the, um, I love that in that that sequence he has the dude who played that did the voice of He-Man in his Masters of the Universe series <laughs> yeah. you know um, that was really good. Um, look, apart apart from the ones we've already talked about, obviously, because, um, yeah, my favourite scenes were all the ones that fucking made me blub, I suppose. But um, <laughs> I I did really enjoy um, the scene with... Uh, Mark Bernardin is in it for a minute um, with his, his wife and kid who were there to, like, review the... 
It's when Dante has his big meltdown. Yeah. She's the yeah, woman yeah. stood in the back, you know. Oh, sort of yeah. Like, oh, man, you can act like shit. You know, like, <laughs> fuck it. Which is, again, just fourth wall breaking. But I, I really enjoyed Randall uh, talking to Amy. Is it Sedaris? You know, he plays the doctor. The doctor. Dr. Leidenheim, who's, again, I'm going to be that asshole, the name of the doctor who really <laughs> saved him and stuff. Yeah. You know? um, and um, the fact that he's fucking explaining the plot of the Mandalorian to her and she's in it. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is this some kind of Star Trek or something? He's like, no, Wars, man. But Meanwhile, she's um, dressed like the Wicked Witch. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, it's just so funny. But um, one bit that I really did love, one, one line that he gave him when he gives him the laptop to watch when he says, um, you're not Dak, you've always been Luke. Yeah. Which I was, uh, like, I was like, oh, that's... I knew that from the beginning. Su- that's just such a nice fucking Yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, there was quite a few memorable moments, but yeah, the... Uh, uh, the uh, the uh, the orgy she, that she's having in heaven, that conversation at her grave down, like, because mostly when you have your character who's <laughs> mourning their dead loved one who's in the afterlife, and they come down from on high to go, there, there, it's okay, live your life, be, move on. You won't see Rocky saying that. Reading no, the paper it's Adrian, Adrian would you? exactly. And Adrian's like, I'm sucking dick. So, I was like, it was it was a brilliant parody and contrast to all <laughs> ghostly conversations at Tombstones that only Kevin Smith could have written. I was like, yeah, that 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 made me laugh out loud. It's like, did not see that coming. Um, and yeah, the scene at the end with the two of them, because that was the thing that upset me the most going into this film. I obviously had no idea yeah. that Rosara Dawson whose character was going to be dead. Mm, no, um, so the moment that she appeared in the film, <laughs> I was like, oh, you are here. Oh. The price yeah. tag on Rosario like, Dawson is... She, she, they got I'll her for a what. day, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she tagged along with Amy Sedaris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you know oh, what? Actually, one thing I forgot about is when they're, he, they're shooting the scene where Randall and Dante are driving. It's the funeral scene where they're driving in the car. Yeah. If you remember, it's real shaky. Kind of movie, and they cut to Jay and Bob. And obviously, Kevin Smith, Bob, is yeah. working the camera. He's doing this. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like. Like, who's holding this fucking camera while you turn? And they show the scene later again. Obviously, and you, it really does look like he's doing yeah. that. But he's got a big smile on his face. It just that that popped me. That just made me laugh. It was funny. <laughs> Ian, do you recommend Clerks Three? Uh, I do, but personally, it's from a personal level. I've loved Clerks from the first time I watched it and I've loved the Jane Son and Bob characters and I think I've always loved Kevin Smith's writing but I know he's hit and miss and you're either a fan or you're not. If you're if you're a fan, you're just gonna watch it because you're just gonna watch it. If you're if you're a fan that's dropped out, then stay dropped out because honestly I don't think he's gonna get any better. I don't think you can even recommend Kevin Smith movies in a way right yeah, now. Man. If they're based on the viewers like Tusk was a good example and Red State definitely of one where it's like, oh watch this new Kevin Smith or oh, I don't like his films like don't worry about it. Man, if You're saying you don't like the viewers universe. Yeah. 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 Don't worry these about it. Like yeah. just watch it totally separate. That's but, it. Yeah. Like, but if somebody said to me like oh, I really want to watch a nineties movie, I'd be like, watch more rats. You know, then go back and watch Clerks. Then go because Clerks is completely different to more rats. Chase Name is completely different to that. Clerks Free though, like it hit me in some emotional places, and I was finding myself teary-eyed to think that you know everything comes to an end, and maybe we mm. get to keep pushing it one more. This is a and we want that one more. Die oh man, totally! Like, like that yeah. asteroid's gonna hit us at some point. The <laughs> ice caps are melting. Fucking energy's going up, but. Kevin Smith make another movie. James Hubbard does another <laughs> fucking dance with his fucking penis tucked away. I did like the scene where they've got the mega spliff. <laughs> he <laughs> needs me- more weed. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> needs more weed. Yes. The um, what was it? Um, 
where he says to him about filming in the video store and stuff. He's like, man, there's a fucking video store around here. And he's like, this was the video <laughs> store. And they're still on the shelves. Yeah, and he's like... Yeah. When they're trying to sell... When he's selling the guy the weed legally, but they make it... Oh, like, yeah, that's how we this? did it in the 90s, son. <laughs> that's how we did it in the 90s. Fuck, shit, that was funny. That was a great moment. That was yeah. brilliant, Told dude. you. Fuck yeah, I'd recommend it. <laughs> Do you know what? That whole thing sort of like, dude, you should watch Close Three. I don't like Kevin Smith movies. Fuck you, I'm going to stop talking to you immediately and walk <laughs> off. I don't care. It's great. I'm going to watch it again tonight. Fuck and it. That needs to go on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> you watch that and then you double back it with uh, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Why? That's so random. <laughs> they're stoner movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fuck it. We're doing that. It's Christmas time, dude. I'll watch yeah, Friday, Friday right, after right, next. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. watch Friday after next. Yeah. Quarter a ho 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 and kept on running. Well, despite all of the uh, my criticisms of the film, I'm still glad Kevin Smith is still here, still alive, and he's still making movies. And even though he reminds you of this within the film, um, I'm still glad that we finally got to see it because it was one of those projects that he wanted to get made even before the heart attack. Yeah. So I can't wait for Dogma too when Loki's like survived a heart attack. Dogmas. Now coming back to our yeah, dogmas. dogmas. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned it because there is still one thing. Like I, I, I think I, <laughs> my brain's weird on this one, but I think Clerks Three would have been so much better if fucking Alanis Marset was in the film. Yes. They, like when they're in what, the hospital, if he'd have seen her when he was dying. Yes. Like, yeah. like I, I just needed Alanis to come and take take Dante away like because you know, we're in the view askew universe the dogma universe yeah, Lance Mosset is God they but, talk about God at several moments in the film franchise. yeah I know uh, well so, I mean yes he does he does he, yeah, he, just, owns all the character. he doesn't, doesn't own own distribution for it that's what he doesn't yeah. own so he can't put he can't physically release he can't sell it anymore, anymore. Yeah. yeah exactly sorry yeah well, how would he put her in the movie then well, he because he owns it. the characters yeah and also how would he distribute the movie because he owns he owns Clark's characters yeah yeah but it's he, dogma, he, he doesn't sell. own the rights to actually release Dogma. Oh, fuck this shit. Carry on. I'm fucking So lost, basically, man. the two writers of Friday the 13th, right? <laughs> yeah, right. What the <laughs> Sony <laughs> Spider-Man. One owns Jay. Sony Spider-Man. The other owns Silent Spider-Man. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yes, despite what I had to say, I would still recommend Clerks 3. There, it, It's a comedy. Day, it's a comedy camp, that, that will play on your emotional heartstrings. Um, it's uh, it has uh, it's still oh, uplifting yeah. despite you know the drama that occurs in there. There's some really annoying freaking characters. There's tons of nostalgic callbacks uh, to to the other films. Uh, if if you love Kevin Smith films, then you you probably adore or cherish this one. If you're going to be a bit more critical though, you yeah. can be like, yeah, you know his other films are better, but you know. He's girl. made a trilogy now. Jason he Avery. has bookended it, um, and uh, I'm kind of fine with that. Like Clerks One yeah. is a masterpiece. It it it's one of the highlights of ni- of '90s independent movies. It told everybody, yeah, again, like Richard Linklater did. Pick up a camera. You can Just go out there and make a movie. movie. It is possible to do so. Clerks Two. He had all the money in the world to to make the film he wanted to make with those two characters. He doesn't quite have the money anymore, but he still proves that he has a passion and a will to want to do this until he drops dead. And he you know, uh, absolutely awesome uh, that he has a family and friends <laughs> yeah, uh, of, of making these films. And uh, you know, I'll be watching Kevin Smith until uh, he or I go. So, yeah, uh, Clerks 3 is absolutely worth a watch. You may have some reservations about it, but, you know. If he's going to do, like, see prequels and finished trilogies as well i want moose jaws moose uh, jaws yeah and i love a sci-fi from kevin smith he's true yeah so red states in space <laughs> Jeez. with 
Stay giant, with me. Giant robot. Giant robot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Iron Bob from Reboot, but <laughs> oh, Giant. Yes. Jay is the, Jay is the new don't leader. Don't say that, that Jay is the new Michael like a Kevin Smith idea either. <laughs> Alright, stay with me. <laughs> stay with me. Well, I hope you will stay with us, chat, because we're going to take a very mm. quick break. But when we come back, we are going to be answering your questions. Don't go anywhere. Noise. Welcome back to the third part of the podcast, where we're going to be answering your questions. Yeah, Q&A! First question is from Holtz Mason. What up, What's Holtz? up, Holtz? Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys again how much I enjoy your content. I go back and watch some reviews multiple times. For example, Alien and the Thing reviews are two of my favorites. Mm, nice. My question is, how long have you all been friends and how did you meet? You definitely seem like longtime pals. I'm sure you've probably said this before and I missed it. So forgive me. Well, no worries, Holtz Mason. We do get asked this question almost every other podcast. Good job. Yeah, good job you enjoy one. replaying shit. Go back any <laughs> like other podcast. Well, I mean, we can we can slice it off now because it's at least been twenty years. Yeah. Well, we've said this before because me and you knew each other in primary school, so I think. We're, yep. Well, we're you up to like 30, 30, 30, thirty. We've been up for thirty, 30 years. 25, 30 plus. 25, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Man. yeah. Ha! Oh, ha! <laughs> old like, indeed. So <laughs> basically, primary school. Uh, worked close to each other and met yeah. in the horrors then of retail. Now you know why we like clerks. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, yes. Then all moved in together into the same house. Yes. Yep. And then from the house we all just went, well, we're going to go off and live our lives and we never left. These the two city. went and got married and got kids and I went, yeah. I'm going to... And this one's sensible. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one of us was going to be and I couldn't sit around with no woman on my lap anymore. You guys were getting all the ladies. Like, Conan. <laughs> The three of us would go out. I'm the crazy berserker who has to be held back every time because everybody looks at me funny and wants to start fights. And you guys are going off fucking cheering with the ladies and fucking having fun. And you're like, oh, and you're going to fucking you know, give us settle down. You've got to settle down and get responsible. It's like, all right, okay. And then just, you know, look at us. Like, 10 years later, it's like, Ian, we should do a 20. podcast. I'm like, yes, the motherfucking podcast. That's. That's like Still when it's like, do you remember 1995? Like, yeah, 10 years ago. No, <laughs> no. no, motherfucker. I'm like, oh, 28 years ago. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought the 80s was 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like it wasn't. So, it's yeah. been a while, Mason. It's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the question, though. It's a good stain song. Uh, Chris Edmonds. What up, Chris? Would like to know thoughts on the news of Silent Hill 2 Remake and the new film based on that game. Again, we did talk about this last week. Bring last, it. Last month. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but, but bring I it. I think overall we're pretty excited for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, more excited for the game. Yes, I'm more excited for the game. I, th- you know, yeah. <laughs> really? you know if, what? If the film's good, it'll just be gravy. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm excited in general for Silent Hill. Yeah, like Silent Hill Two, the original is like a precious, awesome, one of the best video game experiences of my life. So remaking it is kind of like it doesn't need to be remade like it does not need a remake however there's tons you know, there's millions of people now that have not played silent hill 2 and when that remake comes out it's going to be their first ever silent hill game and so what uh what a journey to go on yeah. what what a world what what an environment what characters um you know so i only hope 
that they honor the original uh, story and characters and we get a really good psychological horror game. I think Silent Hill 1, everyone praises it as being one of the best video game adaptations. I don't think it, I think it misses the mark drastically. We haven't ever reviewed it, so I've never really pointed the, the things out. But if you ever watch something like, uh, I recommend Twin Perfect mm. YouTube channel. Covered all Silent Hill based stuff. They mm. really break down all the things that Silent Hill the movie does that makes you go, that's like the game when it's not. They'll, they'll explain all that for you. And, and so, yeah, for me, it, it always feels off. However, Christoph Gans, I like him as a director. Very atmospheric, very creative, very visual director. So, and he's going to do Silent Hill 2, the game, the movie. So not a sequel to his movie, but a movie based on Silent Hill 2 again. I'm like, we definitely don't need that. <laughs> So I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I want it to be good. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Next question is from David Morris. What up, David? David? Boom! Fifty. What's been the best, most memorable moment or topic of discussion point for you all? Great achievement, fellas. Here's to the next fifty. Fist bumps all round. You know what? It's been pretty good. What, like over like all the podcasts, or just everything on? Twitch I'm going to say well? just, podcasts. just podcasts. Yeah, because it's the 50th podcast. Oh man, you know, like I've really enjoyed the, you know, the fucking bracket, the, the, the tournament, tournament. The cartoon and horror yeah, tournament. They, they were great. Yeah. They were they were good. really two great great ones. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, the podcast I did without you two. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> We had the ladies son of, in. Son of, son of a bitch. Son <laughs> okay, yeah. We talked okay. about Buffy and yeah. Angel, yeah, and Buffy yeah, and I Angel. had a proper geek out. Yeah. Um, I'm still so sour about freaking He Man beating Ghostbusters. Like, I just don't get it. I still don't get it. You know, it's it's crazy. Like we're on podcast fifty. I I think we had a podcast about. War of the Worlds. I think we had a podcast. No, it was it was Red underrated Dwarf. or TV shows that we like. You that know, yeah, really we watched. we had a podcast about board games. We've had podcasts about James music. Bond. I James love, Bond, Metal Gear. I fucking love our top ten of the years. That's my yep. Because yep. one, I mean, I know obviously we do it in January and stuff, but yep. like you know me for a start. I mean, next next month, obviously being Christmas. Well, I'll let you tell them at the end. I suppose what we're gonna do, but. Like I'm, I'm the biggest fucking Christmas fan. I fucking <laughs> love Christmas, so I love our top ten of the year and yeah. sort of like that all that whole time. It's just the best fucking time. Awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I always look forward to the January ones. It's always because every January, it's like, what's the theme of the podcast? It's like done. <laughs> so we've only got eleven more to plan out. I have to write down ten. Although like, I've still been writing down sort of like my top. 10 of the year and so far I've got like 20 things on it and I'm like shit <laughs> yeah. now so, begins the so in January field. we do the honourable mentions then yeah. in February yeah, we do yeah, the actual yeah. <laughs> you look back most of my top 10s are always the same because I don't do anything it's wrestling it's it was wrestling what happened in wrestling 20 years ago yeah. <laughs> it was yeah last <laughs> time it was like oh rewatch this match with SummerSlam 89 really fucking good like, guess what I ain't done nothing <laughs> <laughs> alright we got two questions obviously we missed a Q&A um, last month so uh, yes. we, some some people might have two questions this time around uh, so we have two questions from Havard Ryan hey, first question if there was a George A. Romero style zombie outbreak what is your plan and how long do you think you would survive this is easy because we live in Plymouth and we have a 
Royal Marines barracks really close to us. <laughs> we go there. Yes. No. We're just going to get there. No. Fuck yeah. No, don't listen, don't listen to these fools. They get you fucking killed. We've seen right? 28 days later. We know how that goes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's my big problem with that fucking movie. Yeah. It was like, you know, after about a month, the British Army are just going to fucking degrade into right. a bunch rapists. of rapists. Yes. So, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Obviously, the first thing you got to do is obviously analyse your whereabouts, like where in the building you live and where your local exits. And obviously need where me, you I'll be go. in the mess hall. You do not go to any hospitals, airports, or any major motorways, or anywhere where people will congregate in mass numbers in the first few hours of the infection, because, well, you'll just fucking die. If you even have the chance to get to an airport, get to a boat, and get out of the city, you must have already had a plan of where you're going to go. So, okay, you can go, but everybody else needs to get to the first floor, take out the stairs, localise all of their food and water up into the first floor... Down to the Winchester. And then, <laughs> and then wait it out for at least the first week before you start planning out and then going Last of Us scavenger style fucking building up fortifications and... Beep, 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 beep. Hey man, all we What's need that? to know, right? Oh, it's Ian. Not much. You're in the first floor of your fucking house still. Dude, I've been at the Marine Barracks for like a week. They have food here and guns. You should totally come here. Okay, I'll be there. Okay. And they got Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, they got Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> you can't even stream shit! <laughs> I mean, if they're runners, like, we're, we're just thinking, obviously, normal walker shamblers. Yeah. And as a horde, they're easy to fucking manage into a large number. Yeah. If it's, if it's run, mate, shoot them in I'm not, I'm, I'm oh, not wait, being no funny, guns. but I will do a lot of things to survive. Cardio ain't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Running, one, fuck oh. you. Like, if it's me, my wife, and my son running down the street, and there's fucking 20 fucking runners coming behind us oh, like yeah, 20 days later... I'm like, run, I'll hold them off as much as I can and run back, but then I'll probably end up watching them get eaten because they're fucking, they don't, don't If it's stop. running, it just don't, don't it doesn't matter what plan you got. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. Just John Leguizamo it. Um, but uh, in, in Plymouth or in the UK, a lot of buildings are all connected. Mm. Now, a lot of the walls are pretty thin as well, so I figured if every the, the zombie apocalypse had gone on, I ain't going outside. I'm going to start tunnelling through <laughs> I mean, walls. I'm a, yes. I'm a John Claude yeah, exactly. Van Damme universal soldier my shit through here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I'm just going to, what's it, Colossus from X-Men? Just, I'm, I'm the juggernaut, bitch! That's after you've destroyed the stairs, because you make yeah, your way yeah, through so the building. You get up and you just yeah. do top floors and seal the stairs. And yeah. You yeah, roll cars uh, but eventually, out. Yeah, we'll run out of food and stuff, and then. Uh... But that's where you branch out. You roll cars out to block the roads, okay? <laughs> and through the, the through the zombies that you kill, you decapitate and you put their heads on sticks. Now the heads should still Gotta be have alive a deterrent. if you haven't killed the brain. Now, if you put about ten to fifteen along from a, like a street. From house gotta to get house. the sticks. That's the hard problem. You gotta get the sticks <laughs> from all the wood that you take from uh, the at buildings. At this point, I'm still living my best apocalypse. Sat there and telescope watching you chewing on a sandwich. Like, why is he getting sticks? <laughs> right, here What's we are. What's he doing? Right? If, you put a line, here. if you put a line of zombie heads right on sticks in a line, I reckon it will deter zombies. Do you know what? Do you know what a line of something that deters zombies? Marines with SAAs. <laughs> yeah, right. Alright. Give us a call. If you get like, I will call you. <laughs> yeah. And it will be like, the fuck are you doing? If you we literally shot as you As soon as you drive into the Marine barracks, they will pull out their guns and obviously shoot, yeah, them, like, shoot them, them shambling fuckers over there. Please. They're, not, they're running. They're running. So shoot them fast. <laughs> 
Alrighty, next question from Havard Ryan. Mm. If you could revive a TV series that was cancelled oh, or you boy. thought needed oh, yeah. more seasons, <laughs> which would it be and why? I myself really think The X-Files needs a conclusion. Oh, no way! I never actually caught up with the modern no, X-Files. I, I stopped in the 90s or so after the movies. It was alright, but it got that was like The second or third movie was like so 10 seasons and two movies. It's got to be Hannibal. I'm just going to say Hannibal straight away. Still want Hannibal. Nice, nice shot. I'm going to watch it in the Marine Barracks (laughs) while you're putting sticks together like, somehow this is going to be a giant robot. (laughs) Hannibal season four of the puppet show. I've grabbed a couple of TV seasons recently and fucking Sledgehammer, the the fucking Mm. comedy series with Mm. the cop. Uh, Eerie Indiana, if they really wanted to go with it. And fucking Space Precinct. Jerry Allison's Space Precinct. Oh my God. Yes, boy. Uh, for me, uh, War of the Worlds, the original show, had oh, two yeah. seasons. So it got cancelled, then renewed for a second season, then cancelled. Uh, Firefly, Sliders, uh, Angel, well, ba- the, the entire Buffyverse. Babylon yeah. 5 would do well now. That's getting a reboot. Yeah, so yeah. not a continuation, but a reboot. Uh, Final Space and oh, Ash vs. Evil Final Dead. Final Space, man. <laughs> Oh. Man, these are the ones I want revivals of, right? Keep going. No. Holes, 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 nothing but holes. <laughs> I can't go another season. I, I swear to God, I've still got, I'm not going to use it. I can't go another season of Final Space. They keep her <laughs> I've, I've literally still got a Final Space soundboard on my fucking phone. <laughs> oh, nice. Swag Gary! Avocado! Gary, the fucking robot. Fuck you, Gary. Too soon. <laughs> Next question is from George Smith. What up, George? George? With Halloween the perfect time to dig out your favourite horror film, what movie made you fall in love with the horror genre? Bonus question. Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Halloween. (laughs) You should have. I've not seen Christmas. (laughs) Yes. No, like, like the thing is a Halloween movie because it's a horror movie, but it's in the snow, so technically it could be a Christmas movie. Well, no, it's just saying what made you, made you fall in love with movie. horror, so no, no, that no, wins. No, yeah, no, yeah. Wait, no what, what? you say it's in the snow, so <laughs> no, it no. should be a Christmas movie, because no. <laughs> I'm going to watch fucking Alive, then. <laughs> no, the movie... No. Yeah, kid, come sit down, look, we're going to watch this Christmas movie, because it's in the snow. The two movies, Afterwards, we're going to watch fucking Scarface. The two movies that made me fall in love with horror were... Um, Children of the Corn, that fucking cafe sequence oh, okay. with right, the right. fucking the kids. Like I was like, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that to our parents. Okay. Um, and um, American Werewolf in London. Nice. After he gets killed right at the beginning. You that fucking, fucking. You swiped one of it. I was gonna say American Werewolf in London. It broke and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice, yeah. yeah. For me, Evil Dead, Alien, The Thing, Lost Boys, House 2, The Second Story, <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. I'm gonna say, uh, ironically, I'm going to say Nightmare on Elm Street 2, because it was really? the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw them all in order. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six. Yeah, saw them you all in order. Body. I've got um, but yeah, one, one I never really was affected by. It was only three that I had so much fun with. And I was just like, I want to know more about this. What are these movies that I'm enjoying? Yeah. Uh, thank you for the question, George. Next question is from Natalie Holbert. What's up, Natalie? Natalie? If I gave you a time machine, what horror film would you travel back to and give yourselves a part in? It can be any part, a starring role or an extra. Hope you are all well. Doing a lot of time travel this week. That's we are indeed. Like, yeah, no, no giant robots well, back in time. Not yet. Technically, not yet. <laughs> time travel from last because this is the last podcast. It's true. Very true. Um, uh, my answer is 1978's Dawn of the Dead. I'd love to be nice. the role of Roger. Dun, we got dun, this man. We got dun. this by the ass. Do you, do you want to die? 
Uh, well, I'm not going to die. I'm this character will die. I'm just going to play the part. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to be that part in that film. Um, or I'd just, be, you know, take the role of any any role in Evil Dead. You know, I just want to go and hang out with Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi and yeah. watch them make a classic. You know, I'll be a fake shemp if needs be. Um, yeah. I'm going to be in Jennifer's body and I'm going to be a chair. Um, no idea. <laughs> uh, oh, if you could go back and be in a horror movie, seriously, I'd love to. I'd, do you know what? Not even not be a part in, but be a part of is I'd love to go back to the set of The Exorcist and see if it was really as fucked up as everyone, really, everyone says on yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that. It's <clears throat> just really funny to watch the little, like really young Linda Blair mm. just being like, I get to say what now? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? With and then shoot forward in time because <laughs> she got so fucking hot like, in her twenties. Oh my god, so fucking hot. Google it. I'm serious. Well, I wanted to. I was going to say the thing, but I'm actually going to go with Halloween. Oh, want to hang out with uh, Carpenter? No, I want you to be in the thing, but you follow all the way through the movie. You're the guy that's like, it's him now. It's him. You've seen it. You're like, yeah. it's him. Yeah. There's a bit so of conjecture we should, online. We should, we should kill it, but <laughs> if we kill both, get them both. Get them both right now. Uh, man, like after we came back from watching the thing in the cinema, I got back and um, Halloween was on Channel Four HD. I've seen Halloween a million times, but the fact I'm going to about watch it on TV after. I've watched the thing on the big screen. Yeah, I was just like, let's, let's watch this, and that's a pretty perfect storm, isn't it? It's just well, everything works so well with that camera work. You know, just the way that Michael's just always there, and knowing that we could just abolish every sequel, every sequel, and just keep the first one as tidy as it is. Yeah, or we can do whatever we want with it. It's just, yeah, <laughs> yes. Alrighty, we got two questions here from Nick Luizzi. Well, Hello, Nick. <clears throat> Hello, boils and ghouls. Let's carry over from Halloween podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call this one appropriately inappropriate. <clears throat> what is a scene from a film or show where the music did not fit the scene depicted on screen? <laughs> Prime example here would be Don't Stop Me Now by Queen during the climatic final brawl in Hardcore Henry. Or the savage beating to Duran Duran's ordinary world in Layer Cake. This can be a comedy scene or horror scene, anything. And as much love and peace to you and your brothers. Um, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit in Clerks 3. <laughs> in the hospital sequence. <laughs> right. That song does not match the whole sequence <clears throat> and I have no idea why it's there. Sure. My answer is uh, Star Trek Enterprise's intro song. <laughs> Yeah. where my heart will take me faith of the heart whatever it was that awful country uh, rock theme song like Star yeah. Trek has this magical sci-fi sound to it yet when Enterprise started and it was that folk song with actual lyrics it's just like eh, fucking Star <laughs> Trek what is this <laughs> it was serenity yeah I, I know I know a lot of people got used to it because like after five seasons of listening to it you're probably like yeah, it's fine now <laughs> But yeah, right. Seriously, like I mean, like after six episodes, I could not watch another episode of Enterprise. No, I was already skipping the intro by then, and then I was skipping episodes, then seasons. <laughs> uh, but th there's my answer for you. Yeah, I can really think. I was th ironically, as you, as I was reading the question, I was thinking about the "Don't Stop Me Now" scene but... from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. I mean, it actually I fits really that think... one. Yeah, it does. It works. But by well, being in. Kind of fits Hardcore Henry, but I haven't seen Hardcore Henry, so... Hardcore Henry, I, I was fine with it in that one, too. Yeah, no, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. I'm going to be honest. Not one that really took me out of it. 
Yeah. I mean, um, there's one, like, it took me out of it, but then I was just like, it's a Switchblade romance. Ooh. Uh, the moment where they get in the car and the chase. Muse song, it, the, exactly, it's the Muse song. I and I was just song. like, the Muse song is so good, but I was like, this is just so weird for this Muse song to be such yeah. a big part of this scene. Well, start Carnival Holocaust, kind of like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. Place throughout the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in my head now. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, one of these that's, podcasts, we're going to review Cannibal answer. Holocaust. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yes. February's podcast. <laughs> Next question from Nick. Shit, we should do that. Right? Yeah. I know you got my something old last time, so <laughs> now here's my something blue. Only if you guys can get time and space for it and don't need a Cenobite trophy to access it. <laughs> what has been your favourite or most infamous and memorable betrayal from an entertainment source? Yes, Ian, this can and does include wrestling treachery. Oh, yes. <laughs> Could be any betrayal, even if it's the bad guy getting betrayed by the powers of good. Um, I'll answer this one first. I'll, straight away, I'm going to jump in with Game of Thrones. There is a ton of backstabbing oh, and betraying yeah. in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, but none was so surprising to me who had not read the books as the Red Wedding. Watching at least three beloved characters get offed one after the other, including yeah. a pregnant woman, was soul-destroying, and it completely changed the face of the show for me going forward. It was unbelievable. And then, to a later extent, Jon Snow also being portrayed by The Watch. It's just like, what? Like, really? Didn't expect it. Um, but another one I'll throw all the way back to me. Uh, one, of the, one of the first times I ever felt the betrayal in a video game was... Wesker! <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 1, obviously, you. it took me Don't so long until you find. to finally beat Resident Evil 1. And, like, when I finally found Wesker, like, in the other part of the mansion outside, it was like, oh, he's still alive, he's still going, like, this guy's a badass. <laughs> Only for him to turn out to be the bad guy at the end, I was just like, no. Uh, I, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll, since he's given us... I was, think, I was trying to think of a movie then, but then since he's given us the wrestling door open true um i will say absolutely my favorite one recently was when we um, went to clash of the castle and uh, dominic mysterio kicked edge in the bollocks <laughs> and as much as they were the good guys and stuff it was like it, it was bubbling a little bit that domino was going to turn heel and he has since turned heel he's actually been very he's done actually very well yeah um if you look at everything um it's just hilarious that sixty thousand people when he kicked edge in the bollocks should have booed and didn't <laughs> everyone yeah because like, we were just so they jacked because we ready. were so jacked for anything because yeah. it's a live crowd in the UK so you can do anything and you get a pop but it I can't say being that it was a huge pop when he kicked him in the dick and bear in mind you know 10 minutes earlier Edge had come out and we were literally like yeah, screaming we love Edge my friend who I was with was in tears at the fact that he knew this was probably his last chance to ever see Edge wrestle and um, the fact that Susie kicked him in his dick, we all went mental. <laughs> what, but it was a great betrayal, and Edge sold it so perfectly. He's like, hold himself, you know, he gives himself the fucking crotch like that, and he just looks at him as he falls. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, yeah. why? <laughs> like, you know, like that. So it was actually nice. a really, yeah. really yeah. well done betrayal. And it went on to spawn more with obviously him to spoilers, um, turning on his dad as well, which is great. I've yeah. got one more betrayal that um, has happened consecutively over a course of a series of games. Right. So much so that you anticipate it and would be disappointed if the betrayal did not happen. Patches from the Dark Souls games, <laughs> including Elden Ring. Ah, Patches. Like, Patches. if you played those games, no, you, you know the man. I thought you meant like, 
patches to the game. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, like, patches, like, my save every time. The betrayal. Patches <laughs> like, hey, look over that cliff, all that shiny down there, and you go and have a look at it, and then, dump. <laughs> Well, how many times do you do this? Because really, after the first time, this is on you for looking. Every, every game. But yeah, you'll turn up in the next game. You, want to, like, you want to do it. Oh, hey, you patches. want to pull down there and get the stuff. <laughs> yeah. and come uh, man, betrayal-wise, video game-wise, oh, man, anything that happened in Metal Gear Solid or Metal Ge- <laughs> the Metal Gear series, like playing any of those games, you just know <laughs> those everyone's going to so betray convoluted you. that when stuff happens, you're like, is this a betrayal? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Are we, but, like, are we the am baddies? Or are we like, am I... Like, um, movie-wise, betrayal. Oh, I had one in my head just then as well. I got another one. What? Wesley stealing Angel's child in season four. Ooh, that was pretty good. That was yes. pretty rough. That was pretty rough. Oh, dude, what about Ma- uh, in the Matrix? You know, um, Cipher. In the oh Matrix. yeah, that was yes. a pretty badass one. To be oh, fair, that was a good one. That, do you know what? It was Not good? like this. Do you know what was a really good one as well? When the hand stand stabbed Annie Noby in the back. <laughs> It wasn't really much of a betrayal, but... Uh, well, it, it, it is. That his hand betrayed him. <clears throat> it's more of his betrayal when he turns on them and goes, his pages mean squat! <laughs> Chucks them down in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, next question is from Aidan Lawrence. Hey, Aidan. Could you go through in detail what you think was the reason why there's so many classics made in the past? Additionally, what do you think movies today get wrong? Uh, studio control. Back in the past, a director would walk into the studio and say, I've got a film, and the studio would say, okay, make it and make us some money. Nowadays, the director walks in and the studio goes, here's some money, you have to make this the way we want it. Plus also, back in the day, there were like eight movies made a year. Mm. <laughs> so it was a bit more special, whereas like during this podcast, Netflix has dropped 18 new series. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Just Four while we've seasons. been sat here. Like, they cancelled five of them. but Because um, you were all fucking here, not watching them. <laughs> you didn't binge watch so it I, I think there is, yeah. there is a lot to that. I love old fucking you know, classic movies and stuff. But yeah. there, there is a little bit of sort of like, they had the advantage. There is some advantage to like coming first, right? You well, know? The, the thing is like, yeah. Time is what makes a classic. Like films don't come out and become a classic. They, like yeah, I, yeah. And so it's time. So um, when yeah, it, well, no, it's the time as well that it comes out. Like for example, The Matrix dropped. It was a classic. No, it was just it was a must it see. A I, I think it's a different it was a cult movie. Oh, no, you get was, you get a lot of yeah. I think it was you a get classic a for its time, and that's what's kept it going through throughout that time. Well, and it was then groundbreaking then, at the time. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah was, I don't think it was. Cla- yeah. I don't think cla- classics don't happen until years past. Well, it depends you on what your definition of classic is. So for something that's still relevant or still remembered fondly. Okay, so saying that, a wonderful life. Classic. is a classic yeah. but it's a classic but it wasn't movie. when it was out it was <laughs> it was this week's movie yeah yeah but I yeah so I think I mean studio controlled films like you've said in your question it's interesting because we kind of just talked about how there's one director in, that we're like maybe you could do with a little bit more studio control do you know what I mean a little yeah, bit more just of it, a little so. bit of input but, yeah um, <clears throat> at the end of the day when, it's interesting that you see when you've got something, I think that there's so much source material now as well. If you think about classic movies, a lot of them were like one and done, or they were just sort of like someone wrote this movie. Now we get so much more content that's based on something that's already existing. So, to if you, the best example I can think of this is like comic book movies. To be honest, so obviously there's this huge wealth of information and lore and all these characters, and then when you try to present them, 
it's it's so funny, and we've said this many times. It's like, why is it so hard to present a character in a story that's already been written? It's like it's already done. You've already written your script. Look, it's because here. It's just modernizing then, it. So yeah, then, the Studio Control gets a worse rep, which is deserved because they're like, "Hey, we're spending 150 fucking million dollars on this movie. We need to, see we it need to know that it's going to return. So it's everything is micromanaged." Where yeah. I, I would have to assume a lot of these movies back in the day didn't have that. Fucking hell, they wouldn't know what 100 million, 150 million dollars even looked well, like. I mean, you know, like, you um, look at the old. So stu- the Studio Control is a kind of like. In some in some respects, it might even be a good thing to add in to like make sure we're getting on the right track. Like I said, yeah. stop movies going off in certain ways, but in others, it just clearly you can see some movies that have been ripped apart. I mean, you say the Justice League debacle, obviously, and then yeah. and Weed and stuff. You can see, yeah, like, you, you take you take classic like a proper classic movie, like we said, like something like Frankenstein, something like Dracula. That was the studio saying, "Here, we've got this." idea we've got this director and we're going to make this movie and that's how they make that money and then it stays a classic but then you get something like the albert and costello movies like i've seen a couple of them on like this black and white channel on um mm. sky meet in the mind and Great. you're like who's 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 controlling the script is it albert and costello are writing it and the studio have just given them money so that they've just got to walk around and do these silly scenes but like then they said you know when these movies came out it was like the one movie of the month. Yeah, and you got to think about audience you know. sophistication as well. Because yeah. I'm like, back in the day, you could literally look, look right there. You could just get Boris Karloff in some like really cool makeup and stuff, yeah, and get him to do this onto the fucking screen. And now Art has to go back and get bleach and fucking salt to like shock people for God's <laughs> right? sake, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to um, shock people today. You know, one has to be still possible. Green screen, you know, it's. But yeah, I, I think we hit the nail on the head. I think there's a lot of studio mismanagement poor leadership in in terms of the big budget movies um i i think the the lack of my biggest complaint about big mega million dollar movies these days is the poor writing um i just think there's not enough talented writers or they're just you know they're burnt out i don't know what it is i think it's just that thing <laughs> like studio control we, we've gone committee. five pages why is nothing blown up yeah. taking too many in. check yeah, boxes yeah, 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 yeah. um you know, uh, yeah, I think artists are being uh, repressed artistically. There's too many remakes and reboots right now. There's too many def- demographics that need to be pleased. Um, but it so, could be the wrong time. In years later, they could be. Well, also, I mean, like, going into this, this is like a whole like podcast discussion. This oh, is like, absolutely, you know, a whole yeah, yeah. essay yeah, could yeah, be written on, deep, on this. Deep. But overall, I would say, like, I think it's a difficult question to answer anyway because I don't think classics are made immediately aware it's only over time passes do we go those are classics because it's kind of answering your question with with what you've said was like what you think is the reason there are so many classics in the past it's like well because they've had enough time <coughs> yeah to, to become sort of that. Yeah. Become yeah. that wouldn't it be amazing yeah. if in like 50 years time there's like a real serious like you know a mark commode style like um you know cinema reviewer who's sort of sat there all nice and like so Today we're going to talk about the the blessed classic that is Terrifier Seven. <laughs> yeah, you know, because like, like at that point people are like, "Hey, it's a classic and it's got to be maintained." Man, there will be there'll be the massive discussions about how many Sharknado movies were made. Right. You know? Can you do me a favor when you say Sharknado movies? Can you put movies in? Quote, quote, <laughs> you movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Great question though. Don't think we could answer it with hundred like with, with right. you know, ten hours really. Yeah. Okay, next question is from Jay Hines. What up, up, Jay? Gary, have you seen Dashcam? Well, what's up with your Dashcam? What'd you do? (laughs) 
That's a new horror movie. Oh, okay. Cool. It is a new horror movie, and yes, Jay. Unfortunately, I have seen Dashcam. Oh, but I have not seen the great end. start to the review already. Yes, <laughs> but I have not seen the end of Dashcam because I switched it off. Spoilers. You didn't even Spoilers, skip they, it. They denied did, his claim. Yeah, I didn't even skip scene. I just switched that shit off. It's uh, for those of you who are not aware. Found uh, it's a found footage horror movie. Of course, it's Dashcam. Um, uh, I. There's a. We follow a couple of characters. They're not very likable. There's a couple of uh, um, situations that they get into. We have a dash uh, But so, like, I mean, for me, it was one of those films that just fell into all the tropes of found footage films, where that camera was put in a washing machine, hit spin cycle, and then it was spat out an hour and a half later with the film recorded. Um, I just did, didn't didn't gel with it. I don't know whether I was having just a bad time with the film. Um, because I, I'm very lenient with found footage. I know the limitations yeah, of them, are, uh, but I like to see them try to do something new with it. Um, this one didn't didn't work for me. Sorry, Jay. I know a few people have enjoyed it, but um, dash cam for me is a big old skip. Skip that one. Skip cam. Mm-hmm. Skip cam. Yep, right. <laughs> Next question is from Richie DBZ. What well, Richie? Going off this week's amazing reviews, my favourite Friday the 13th film is Jason X. I know it's not the best in the series, by far, but it is my favourite. So what movie in any horror series is your favourite, even though it's not the best in that series? Um, Saw 5, I think it is, when he gets the police officer into the box and crushes him. No, he gets thrown into the box and the police officer gets crushed by the room. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're just killing everybody. Um, Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. The fourth Jaws movie. Probably uh, uh, my most rented VHS tape uh, growing up. Oh, uh, but the other three Jaws movies were never available to rent. So <laughs> it was only the fourth one. Um, and so that was why I was so surprised when I'd rented the film again. Like, well, I got my dad to rent the film for me. Um, and we had a different ending. And it was just like, wait a yeah. minute, this is different. Go rent it again. <laughs> Go watch it again. It's got, got it wrong, ending. Dad. You've got the wrong word. <laughs> Mario doesn't... Mario when people dies. Um, yeah. I, um... Is it in horror? Did he say in horror? In horror, yeah. Horror in franchises horror. where it's filmed. I mean, I don't... I, I, get I like Hellraiser 4. Yeah, I get a lot of heat, but I really enjoy New Nightmare. Mm. Mm. Oh, the... Yeah, yeah. Boys yeah, yeah, yeah. I really Turned like into that a bit of a classic. Yeah. Over, time. over time. Over time. Giant robots. Yeah. <laughs> no, giant robots. Giant robots. <laughs> Don't you think it could use one? <laughs> Feast 3. I was going to say, have you seen Feast 3 yet, Andy? <laughs> no, but that's only because I've seen Feast 1. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you sat through Terrifier 2 and you wouldn't <laughs> sit through Feast 1. You, you tell, pussy yeah, ass I d- motherfucker. No, because I, t- I did it's get through like- Feast 1. Yeah, that's you, what I'm saying. But no, no, listen. Feast two, Feast two is so. Yes. Do you know? What I think I may have seen Feast two with the baby. He throws the baby behind him from the monster. Oh, oh man. you know what? Wait. Yes, I have then because I was thinking that was in Feast one. So I must have two. seen Feast two. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's shit. Feast three, shit. <laughs> yeah. We got another question as well from Richie. No question this time. Um, bit of a personal one, if that's okay. Okay. What is your go-to thing to do when you feel like everything is against you and you start to feel overwhelmed by it? My dick. I was like, I shouldn't say it. I shouldn't say it. I was like, wait, I said no. 
I'm kidding. Uh, carry on. Uh, what was he saying? You Sorry, Richie. Sorry, Richie. <laughs> For me, as I told Gary in a stream, is listening to your reviews, podcasts, and live streams. They've helped me out so much, so thank you. That's awesome, Richie. Anything yeah, that we can do uh, to help, you know, man, you're having a really I... bad day is awesome to hear. But, like, we are human too, the three of us, and we all have well, uh, really uh, shitty days, dude. Sorry, I'm still a god. I have been He's four, deluded, four, like, four years. we allow like, this. I heard, I heard you fucking weeds coming up. Like, <laughs> you calm, <laughs> calm your tits. <laughs> See, now, uh, I have obviously thought about this quite a lot, and I would always say motivation is always the biggest key. The moment you... Uh, really start to think about everything you can just not ever get out of bed ever and that's it where if you always just oh, think <laughs> you know so tired of <laughs> you know if you think right okay this is like what I'd like to do you know you have to set a goal and just kind of go for it and there's going to be shit dropped in your path that's what life does uh, the world could blow up tomorrow what the fuck are you going to do or jack off like endorphins in the brain that's what it does eat chocolate Watch movies. I hear Tiger with you. Try not doing it at the same time. <laughs> right. What? Jack up in the other. Yeah. I mean, women <laughs> say, women say we can't point. multitask. <laughs> Shows what you know. I can eat a pork pie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. Do you know what? I um. I got really a few real easy go tos. I got. I agree with you when you say about the motivation one. Sometimes it's worth just stopping for a minute and taking stop. Not. Not even having to do anything, because sometimes I will sort of like be sat at home, dying, you know, the kids in bed, dying in bed, and I'm just yeah. chilled and stuff, and maybe having a glass of wine, and or two. Just <laughs> <that's> a bottle. <laughs> um, the bottle yeah. But I will tend to just—it sounds really funny—but I'll just be sat in my house, and I really love my house. Yeah. Because it's mine, I own it, and yeah. I'm like, shit, this I ain't done bad. Yeah. Working class kid makes good, you know. So that's what I mean. But failing that, just get under a bench. Yeah, and just put in a gym, preferably. Just yeah. get on, just get on a fucking bench, get under a bar, and just lift the fucking bitch. Not that a, is not an bar. easy go-to. Yeah, not not that bar. Not that yeah. bar. Just put, just <laughs> doesn't have to be heavy. Just put some weight on and just do. So I really, yeah, I'll work out. I'll take the dog for a really long. Walk. And remember to reward that. yourself. Like you've got yeah. to remember if you've been working fucking continuously, you can stop every now and again and get yourself a reward. You know, That's if you true. don't, if you if you sit there and go, what was the last? nice thing I did for myself which actually I did like even if that is eating a tub of ice cream in a day and watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy <laughs> back to back sounds great like, sometimes you need those days you, you need yeah. those fucking days you know I, I saw a fucking video saying I saw a video only a couple of hours ago on my Facebook you know you get, you get lost on those <laughs> fucking <laughs> you get lost on those fucking Facebook quick videos don't you, you see oh yeah you, you just fall down the well easy don't you yeah. anyway after about four flicks and I should have just got up and got my shoes I got to one where it was Macho Man Randy Savage on I believe it's the Arsenio Hall show yeah, 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 I remember from that interview, the 90s yeah. and, our, and the host asked him if Macho Man Randy Savage ever cried and he just cuts this whole promo with the, oh yeah, I've cried a million times, I've cried here, I've cried there. You know, you just gotta keep getting back up again. You just gotta keep getting back, oh yeah. And I was like, man, this fucking Macho Man telling me to get up. Just yeah. get up. Okay, I'm gone, man. I think he may have had some other motivation to, um, <laughs> yeah, to cut that so promo. Funny. But still, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Yeah. I keep getting back keep up. Getting back up. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, when I'm in those days, um, it's either a movie, it's going to be something like Evil Dead 2 for me. Whenever I'm having a real bad day, I'm just feeling like life is shit. Bobby Joe. I'll watch Evil Dead 2 because I'm like, man, 
<laughs> Load up Grand Theft Auto 5. Not as bad Bunch as that. Stranger. <laughs> it's not as bad as that day. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it's music. You know, music's the gateway to the soul. Uh, music can uh, uh, you can put you in the wavelength of what you're listening to. So yeah, if you're having a really bad day, shitty day, yeah, you can put on some freaking Limp Biscuit. I don't know, oh, some yeah. Disturbed. Yeah. I don't know, something Ramstein, and just be like yeah. get all the anger out. Or you can put something chill on and try to get your mindset in a different state of mind. If you're having a bad day, watch Whiplash. Your day is... Because your day ain't that bad. It's not that bad. And the music. Uh, But yeah, uh, hang in there though, Richie. Things will be all right, dude. Things will be all right. Tell me. Alrighty, next question is from Salsa. What up, Salsa? You touched on it briefly, how Smile was to be on Paramount Plus before being changed and released in the cinema. How do you feel about streaming and its impact on the cinema? Will it change things in the future? Um, it's really hard one to gauge, I think, also because we're living in it. We've watched the weird transition already. Excuse me. Um, as like, I don't have a DVD drive anymore. Um, you know, I packed away my DVD player. Uh, people have moved into Blu-rays, but even now, people are mainly streaming uh, or buying digitally now. Um, so. The cinema, it, like the the death of the cinema, we've seen happen time and time again. Then you know, Avatar came out and like three D revolution all over again. Mm. People thought it was like the first major wave of three D. It was like the third. Um, now, less, super, less now superhero PP. movies are literally <laughs> one of the reasons the cinemas are still alive because people want the next big Marvel DC movie See, on the big screen. It's the big impact as well on on um, climate change as well. I mean, all the plastic that you can not use if you're not making DVDs, VHS tapes, fucking laser discs, fucking yeah, yeah. laser discs. <laughs> well, we we went, stopped making them a while ago. Yeah, right? we, we, we went through them. I, I have, like I said, through my 40 years, have seen the production of TV developed. Yeah, um, you've kept it all. It's in that fucking dining room. <laughs> fucking, I'm glad I'm I going did. Through your VHS was, the other day. I when like, I was a kid, shit, I was a motherfucking kid looking at TV saying, man, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. I want to be fucking in on this. I want to be involved in this. And I had everybody around me saying, TV's fucking bad for you. It's never going to go anywhere. You need to go out mm. and get a fucking job working the fucking coal mines and all that fucking shit. You know, and then years later... I was telling you to work in coal mines. <laughs> yeah, man, fucking... When have you ever seen a piece of coal? <laughs> Came back for a fucking whole time. But it just developed. You know, we had Blu-rays, we had HDs, we had fucking, you know, 4K. It's like, develop your home cinema so it's as good as the fucking cinema. But mm. go to the cinema, because if you don't go to the cinema, we can't make keep making movies. Studio involvement should be a good thing, but then let the directors do what the fuck they want. But don't let them do it on their own, because when they release the DVD, it's going to have like 10 hours of extra fucking footage that you didn't have in the fucking movie, and you realise that it shouldn't have been in the fucking movie, because the movie was fucking three hours fucking long anyway, and you stopped it halfway through and you wikied it. I can't, I can't wait to get the Blu-ray of Top Gun Maverick so I can watch 60 hours of Tom Cruise learning to fly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I do that. Strap it, strap in, mate. We're gonna be here for a while. It's the thing I've always said about streaming. Uh, like, when when's Netflix gonna show me the deleted scenes, the commentaries, the making ofs? Like, I need these special features. I I used to buy DVDs and Blu-rays well, just they, they not just as They are, but they're waiting until they can make it into an entire documentary. No, they're, right. well, they're not, because yeah. they're knocking them out as quickly as they can, as good as they can. Like, you want to see the bloopers and fucking behind-the-scenes shit of, like... I'd go to YouTube of, for this stuff now. House yeah. of Dragons, right? Yeah. 
well, all the stuff with Game of Thrones. They didn't make it because the writers didn't care. They were just fucking let's just knock out the next season. Uh, it's, it's different from high. show to show because, like, for instance, The Walking Dead. They've been filming behind the scenes stuff since day one and yeah. still are. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's but you, you stream wise, the though, features if you, aren't if you've there. Got yeah, if you've got you know some some um, some films and series find their audience on home release, don't they? So yeah. sometimes you you do get it where they. Yeah, so, so for me, once all those special features and things are there on streaming sites, then for me, then just the physical media is done. done yeah. uh, however, like like we talked earlier about the Evil Dead game, mm. like I I own all the other Evil Dead games and I own this newest one digitally. But as a part of me, is like I want a physical version yeah, of this game. You haven't got a physical just version to... of the new game? No, I don't. Oh, Only wow. digitally. So I was like, I want it. Oh. I want it to go in my collection. I don't hoard. Yeah. You know, special editions like I used to anymore. Uh, but sometimes there's something where I'm like, I have a sentimental connection with this franchise or this product. Like uh, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, the second game. Uh, when I finished the game, I was like, oh man, I really want to buy a figurine or a model of one of these characters. Mm. And I looked up and I was like, the special edition of the game came with a model of the two characters. And I was mm. like, oh great, I'll see if I can find one. None. None left to buy. And I was just mm. like, damn it, like... Ah, that makes it really hard. So yeah, like yeah. for some for some things, yes. And uh, but I think really in the future, in really the future, everything will be digital. In the, you know, far oh, we'll future, be, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, you will. I, I know. I, I've I've foreseen this. I've foreseen it in the warp. You're gonna be able to download to yourself Matrix style the movies you want to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You won't actually, you know, go to cinema. Special you, features and all. Yeah, you'll <laughs> yeah. just you just plug it in. Yep, they'll all be part of the Matrix. Yeah, here you go. Ah, yeah. oh, sweet, that's great. <laughs> Why did they stop fighting when he found out his mum was called Martha? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Get this out! Why did you say that But yeah, I do think it's interesting though that like Smile though they went, this is for the small screen, and they went, no, it's not. It's for the big screen, and then massive success. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting to what they gauge is small screen versus big screen these days. Um, yeah, and and it would seem like they they're not sure themselves. Our next question is from Han Solo iMac. What up, Han Solo? Hey guys, if you could fly around the galaxy in any spaceship from any movie or TV series, which ship would it be? Level your content, by the way. Cheers. I hate the idea of being in space. What's the fastest fucking ship to get me back? Um, (laughs) The fucking Mass Effect. No, because you have the Normandy. No, but, yeah, but if, you, yeah, if the Mass Effect drive things yeah, are gone, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no more shit. Right. Oh, it does say movie or TV series, sorry. Uh, uh, which shit would it uh, be? Ludicrous speed from fucking... <laughs> yeah, man, good shows. Being in space fucking terrifies me. Have um, you seen any of these films? Yeah. I for some None reason, of the fast ships are fucking good to be on. As soon as he said ships, I, I, could, I could think of a million ships for the first one. The Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> safe as houses on that what? one I'm thinking that snail thing from um, <laughs> Battle Beyond the Stars what's the uh, what's the, the one the guns that, on the front that like Fry kids. rides in Futurama like the wind up one and he says there were nibbler on <laughs> that'd be fucking me to get me the fuck on now uh, the Serenity would be a pretty cool ship yeah. to fly around in she warp jumps doesn't she? Does she yeah she does warp jump yeah the engine pops up uh, I mean, the Galactica is too big for you to run on your own. I'm just gonna say, I'm <laughs> yeah. just gonna say the Enterprise because at least I got a hollow deck to keep me on. Hell yeah! Or something, yeah. You know? Yes, hell yeah! I mean, if I'm gonna cruise around yeah, space. I want to be in the modern Enterprise. If you, yeah, but are, have you got a crew? <laughs> Do you share it with people, or are you gonna be super fucking lazy? Listen, mate, if you and if just you, go if you told me I was. 
flight. No, fuck that. Red I, I love Red Dwarf, but I'd kill all those people within like a week, mate. <laughs> if you told me like you're fucking going away for this long or something, you got to fly around the bloody whatever. I'd be like, oh, yeah, the, the Red Dwarf oh. is slow as hell. Oh my god, yeah, mate! I'd the be Starbuck like, would be better off be in like, there. Yeah, I'd be like, don't fucking bother me. I'm going to the holodeck. <laughs> fucking call me when we get home. Uh, See me bad enough on like a flight to Turkey with a family or something. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, everyone on this plane. Touch on the ship from Final Space, you know, Hugh's always making cookies. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you can't have any. Oh, oh, no, oh, yes. I'm touching the cookie! <laughs> so fucking good. Next question is from Descent. What up, Descent? How would you guys rewrite Halloween Ends with an eraser? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that erases what's there, but then you have to so, fill it okay, in. All jokes aside, yeah. like, just keep the theme going of it's the same fucking night for a start. Let's cut this mm-hmm. four fucking year jump out. Let's, sorry, but let's just Absolutely get rid agreed. of Corey. And basically, fucking Laurie just picks up a freaking machete from the end of the, the last movie when her granddaughter saved her. And she's literally like, this motherfucker killed my, my daughter. daughter. Yeah. yeah, evil does die tonight, and it's a fucking 90 minute fight. Like, if you times <laughs> Freddy versus Jason, by yeah. two, they start fighting 45 minutes into that and don't stop until the fucking yeah. film ends. 10 minutes of exposition. Like, did we all watch the last one? Great. And she just goes at him for fucking 90 minutes. Credits. It oh, and they both good. die, by the way. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, they both, yeah. they both fall into the meeting. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. yeah, that's where I would do it. But I would seriously delete different. that fucking four-year jump. It's just stupid. The four-year jump is absolutely stupid. The only way, if we were going to keep the four-year jump, oh. like, they would have to have him and her face same night like you said right um but have them meet up and the cops just fucking blast the fuck out of him in that's where he's he's you know his wounds he's falling down a mine shaft into the pipe he crawls in there and he's fucking wounded then we get that fucking shit if we wanted to draw it with Corey. then we have fucking Corey's involvement but it's not that Corey is evil Corey actually finds michael and takes laurie back down there and they fight, and that's where Michael for, kills for ninety Michael. minutes. No, no, no. Michael kills Laurie down there, and it's the granddaughter that fucking kills Michael. And it's fucking a Corey and her at the end, and it's kind of a bit of a happy ending. <laughs> well, how about Laurie goes to find Michael and he's not there, and she spends a bit of time trying to find him. Eventually, finds him in the sewer. Sees he's broken. Badly beaten up old man. So same night. And she makes him a cup of tea. <laughs> she sits down next to him. Writes her memoirs. And she writes her memoirs. Right. And they, they play chess. What? <laughs> what are you like? She nurtures him back to health. <laughs> like a baby bird. Yeah, like a baby bird. <sighs> and yeah. sets him out next Halloween. Man. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I keep saying, is this Halloween boomstick. reboot did not need two freaking sequels? It the didn't. Halloween didn't 2018 is a really solid is, Halloween yeah. entry. I would watch Halloween, end. Halloween two just, and they, Halloween 2018 and take that yeah, as a yeah. as a nice little trilogy. Yeah, it just wait, wait, did wait, wait, not what, need to... Halloween two, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, no, he fucking burns in that one. He's fucking burned. You, no, it follows. What? Yeah, yeah. The hospital. Follow it on, though. The hospital sequence, mate. You watch it. Again. In Halloween two, he, he blows up in the fire. Burns. Yes. Oh, yeah. He burns. I didn't imagine. Halloween one, fall. though. Yeah, but that also gone. killed Loomis until he's not dead. In yeah, the third one, the fourth one as well. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. One in twenty eighteen. Then done. 
H2O yeah. is pretty damn good now. Yeah, H2O is yeah. also pretty good if you go one <laughs> to then, two. But then H2O. going with H2O, Resurrection is pretty damn good. The problem with H2O is... Stop it! Stop! Stop! The problem with H2O is her fucking would-be boyfriend, like, nine times while she's, like, staring at what she thinks might be Michael, rocks up to her like, hey, how's it going? Like, fucking out of nowhere. She's fucking Ashton Kutcher. And I'm like, bitch, why don't you ever see him coming? 90s, 90s Michael Myers. Love um, her. <laughs> Love um, we do have a question from Mitch, but it just says Stargate reboot. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Mongo Mongo, Mitch, if you're still there. Okay, yes, Mitch. Y- yes, no, yes, maybe so. Because <laughs> I never watched Stargate all the way through. I I love the film, Kurt Russell. Fucking. Amazing. Oh, he says he wrote it, by Kurt mistake. motherfucking Russell. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, that is currently our last question, though. So if, you, if any of you guys in the chat right now do have a question, you want to get it in now. Yeah. Now is the chance to do so. Um, but yeah, like I honestly, I Stargate. If we're just going to talk briefly yeah, about Stargate, it, yeah, um, good um, wasn't wasn't the wasn't the biggest fan of the the movie. Um, I thought it was a bit of a bore fest. Um, and Kurt then when Russell the TV Russell. series came, yeah, I know. I, mean, I love Kurt Russell, yeah. but I was like, I thought he was underused and boring in that. He had as many lines were... in that movie as he did in Soldier. Yeah, yeah, st- yeah, but they were trying to establish <laughs> the a same franchise. haircut. I know they were, but I think I just I think they failed to do it in that film, which is why I'm always surprised that everyone really liked Stargate. I was like, well, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> um, do you know? I got to be honest. I remember watching that movie and just being really kind of like unimpressed yeah. by the whole thing. Yeah, this, right. This, yeah. <laughs> as in so after flat. the initial fucking the chevrons are locking. Yeah. Pew, pew. yeah, that's this all great. This is fucking cool. Now it's a bit shit. Yeah. <laughs> now so, nothing's happening. Sadly, literally I, nothing's I happening. I never got into the myriad of of star of, yeah, I didn't, of Stargate I shows either. I have no idea uh, what's going on there. The the TV series, like uh, I'll agree, I never really got into because I love the film and the fact they didn't bring Kurt Russell back for the TV series. Kratos like, is in it. Fuck this. Um, but Linda started watching it, and. I would come in every now and again, and it's honestly, you watch it now, it's like watching classic Star Trek, mm. because the the special effects are fucking dated, the character storylines are fucking so obvious, but it's just so easy to watch. If they reboot it, then you're modernizing it to a point, but yeah, like you, you take the focus away from the Stargate again, because there's a lot of traveling. Yeah, I mean, well... I just, you could argue that it could totally support a series because you can travel anywhere in the galaxy, which makes it. But only with a Stargate. And only. Other places with Stargate. Was it only if it was ancient Egypt by any chance? No, no. You do go to actually other. You do go to other planets. Um, but as the series develops, that actually turns out. So the Egyptian guys in Stargate, the. What are they called the the. They'll tell me in the chat at some point. Um, the guys in the Stargate movie, they actually don't own the Stargates. The Stargates were actually put there by a whole other race. And it's oh, just yeah, the Gaud. Well, like sorry, the Gaud. Like, like they said, are the they ones can, who just you can do it with it. I just didn't try to it imprison very, the rest like, of the I didn't world. Find that they do. And there's like system lords that cover multiple systems, mm. and there's a whole other extra dark race. Massive nerd. <laughs> Well, we got a question here from DMC Campbell. What up, Campbell? What up? Are you guys in favor of. A third Resident Evil reboot. Third time, Luggy? Um, well, it looks like they're actually bothering with... Look, three was like a very fucking rush job. You had two... No, not games like... like um, 
the movies we've yeah. had oh, no, one no. series sorry. of movies Done. then a second <laughs> sorry I, I assumed you yeah. meant because of the new one that's coming out for four you know yeah, so, no. Uh, fuck no then no. Uh, uh, no. give me more risen evil shiteness I will <laughs> criticise it, it no, up, no, won't yeah, you yeah, green little boy I'll, no, I'll wear my Resident I'm, Evil t-shirt. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Give me some more games. Uh, well, yeah. That's clearly where the fucking the good stories I, are. I don't. I want to say I don't want to watch anymore. But if there's something <laughs> dropped, I'll be like, "You're gonna fucking buy it, ain't you?" Oh, probably. Man, I uh, I bought Code Veronica for the PS2. Sweet. I've that's got a good, like that's what, a good thing. Uh, yeah, but I also bought. I'm gonna do the monkey paw thing now because you're gonna tell me you bought. I bought Resident Evil Four for the Switch as well. That's bad. <laughs> now I own one, two, three, no, four, and Code Veronica. Sweet man, that's awesome. <laughs> I fucking love four. Yeah. Uh, Descent says, "Have you ever had any weird horror dreams involving any of the horror icons?" Dude, I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street when I was six. Um, for the next six to seven years, Freddy tormented me. Oh, so, no. Yeah, dude, fucking loads. <laughs> of all the horror icons, the only one I've had a nightmare of is the blob. Um, mm. And that was absolutely horrifying. I, I think, like, the blob is just incredibly frightening. Like, un- unlike the thing where, you know, it's hidden amongst your person sat next to you. The blob, it's like, it's just that, it's it's a blob. It has It's shapeless and formless. It's just, it stretches, it it's it's a moving ball of acid and depending on the size of it is how quick you get consumed by it and so yeah in my nightmare i woke up mid-consumption absolutely uh yeah you know cold sweat horrible absolutely nightmarish um i've had a few dreams after watching it the first time with tim curry pennywise yeah yeah pennywise the clown i was just like yeah. Scary motherfucker. That was a scary ass motherfucker. No. Um, same person. Another question. Uh, do you guys have any plans to grow the channel? I love you guys, and you have some of the best reviews out there. So I was wondering how you would divide and conquer. Man, we are we are running at like a hundred percent of of what we can, uh, what we're capable of doing. Um, because the cliche, ed- but fucking like, share, and subscribe, literally. Yeah, like, dude. obviously, we're, we're, we're ten years nearly. We're getting up to forty thousand subscribers. It's slow going compared like, to you know some channels. I'll, but I'll, I'll it's, go out there and say, like you, you know, people say, how do you grow a channel? You do because humans are fickle and will pick up shit and drop it at the fucking flick of a coin, you know. So we've been going at it for ten years, and we wanted to do certain things and haven't had the time or the budget and wanted to do other things but only were able to do it from a certain angle and we were able to grow at a point where I've always said it's just been really natural you know yeah, organic yeah. yeah if we wanted to go f- like I've never seen Gary go f- full PewDiePie you know <laughs> and like, he's never gone full Gary before <laughs> yeah <he's, laughs> and I know I can swear but like I'm no angry Joe or angry video game nerd you know it's just like we just do what we do and we wing it we see what happens, and if it sticks, it sticks. Like, like some of the reviews that have gone up recently. You know, Whiplash is a really good film, but people would rather talk about Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. <laughs> yeah, I can see that though. <laughs> like, as a horror fan, I'd rather watch someone review Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Yeah, and the entire franchise. I hate it when they don't finish franchises. Yeah, but then I'd unsubscribe from them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but then like you want to do like we said like we just said with questions we want to do more classic movies but then you get certain niches that become certain things and you're yeah. waiting for them to become classics aren't you Okay. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm fucking forty. Everything's a fucking classic at this You're point. You're a classic. I'm now, a fucking yeah. classic now. Me, man. We're just leveling up. My Don't worry about it. fucking <laughs> going and shit. I've got fucking elbows and shit. Uh, oh. But in terms of growing the channel, like it's really hard for us to like the Halloween, like that one month of the year where we do double duty mm. essentially. Like it is, it is like two months, months of work way yeah. in advance to get to that. And when we get to it, we're done. We're like. That we can't, like, we it's impossible to keep up that momentum, you know. And like, I don't want to draw a parallel, but we started off the shelf reviews pretty much the same month as Red Letter Media started their half in the bag, you know, shows, which is just yeah. we like bi weekly, it was almost mm. weekly, but sometimes they'll go three weeks without a video, and I'm like, those motherfuckers are editing, yeah, you know, they film yeah. stuff, but they're editing, and yeah. uh. And their characters as well. Like I've, I've actually never watched Red Light Media. Everybody talks about them. They're not like, characters. They're themselves. Well, they are themselves. Like <laughs> they, they, like Mike doesn't have the energy to, to. I mean, he plays Mr. Plinkett, but that's a separate video series. Well, the, yeah, but then there's the same with like. And James, that's like one video. James Rolfe every as three well. years. You know, he he. You know, they try. They 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 are themselves on this camera, and then they've got to edit themselves because they don't want to come across. A particular way. Well, of yeah. Saying certain I mean, that's things. kind of the niche because, like, you know, it's... James Ralph, he has a cinemassacre film reviews, but he doesn't do them in AVGN mode, does yeah. he? So, yeah, I, you know, I do find that those that put on a shtick or a persona have the ones that are floundered, whereas obviously we've just been us. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's more relatable. Hey, hopefully. it's not, it's not about quantity anyway. It's about quality. So yeah. you know, you try making a fucking. You got forty thousand good fucking subscribers, man. Hell so, yeah, we do. You guys are awesome for sticking with us too. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's about the community. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's an awesome and wonderfully wholesome way to end the podcast. Like I think. Clark's three bitches. <laughs> wholesome. Oh, oh, kinda. Agree, kinda. I ruined it. I ruined it. With that, I just want to say a huge, huge thank you uh, to everyone for tuning in. If you did ask a question and it's not popped up uh, in this in this podcast, please yeah. feel free to, to, to save it for the next one, the last one of the year. It'll be our Christmas one. Christmas. Um, I also do apologize if your question didn't come up. It may have been accidentally deleted, or you may have already asked a question that somebody else had asked before you, and they were so similar... You know, we, there was no point in us answering the question twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, we will see your questions, though, in the, the next podcast. So with that being said, thank you, Ian and Andy, for 50 awesome podcasts. Yes. Pleasure, thank guys. you, everyone, pleasure. for tuning in. It really does mean so much. So you can find the new film reviews on Thursdays. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Patreon.